Alright, welcome to episode 27 of the Rated NA podcast for NerdAppropriate.com. By the way, ever since you've made fun of me for that, I feel like I have to do it now, almost just to fulfill like, I think this, that's what fun of. the alright in the... But I think that's... Uh, I expect it now. Yeah, uh, like, I feel like it's a need. Yeah, It is. It, it's our intro. Sort yeah. of like our theme music. And yeah, it is. It is. It's kind of strange without it. So, oh, um, right. <laughs> Santa, hold it that way, man. <laughs> But in the future, you will. That, you should, when you trademark I'll that. trademark it, and then yeah. no one will else be able to say all right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's been a couple weeks. Um, we've got an ass load of E3 news to talk about, yeah. essentially, which is pretty much all the news is going to be E3. And then uh, we've got a couple of reviews. Ash and I saw Super 8. Um, we've all played Mortal Kombat. Scott's only kind of played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Played enough of it, yeah. yeah. And um, is that it? And then maybe we might have a couple others. Maybe. I don't know. We're, we're going to see. Surprise time, reviews. Time permitting. And then uh, if there still somehow is time after all the E3 stuff, we're going to finish our TV Death Watch. Otherwise, we'll finish it next week. Yep. Uh, on the podcast. So Sounds good. I mean, honestly, there's so much news. Do you guys just want to jump in? Has anything been going on? Do you, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Or oh, nothing playing? I want to talk about. Scott, <laughs> Scott's been... crippled. Yeah, <laughs> back from the dead. So I'm just happy to, on be, happy to be sitting here right now. So. <laughs> Any, uh, anybody been playing anything or no? Uh, I I picked up Infamous 2 on launch day. Uh, played through it, beat it last night. Really enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, also plugged in copy of Dark Void, which I got... Um, the swap meet, the packs, the, the free game swap, mm-hmm. and um, Dark Void, not a great game, but I actually am really enjoying it. The story is awesome, and uh, voice acting is awesome. It's got Nolan North in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's a uh, really solid story. Mechanics are a little bit wonky. Yeah, but, sure. Um, it's, sit- it's literally sitting in, it's one of those, I got it at Target for I think $7, yeah. and I was, it just threw it, because like, I'll go through Target when I see games like that, yeah. Yeah. that were even like mediocrely reviewed. And I'm like seven bucks, like, and just throw it in my pile and figure out. I'll yeah, play it's it some in the pile. Point, you yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because after I beat Infamous last night, uh, Chrissy was playing Dragon Age One again. Wow. Jeez. And I'm like, and it's like midnight. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna plug something else in and just I'm like looking through my games that I haven't played. And I'm like, I could try and beat La Noir, but it requires way too much thinking. I just yeah. need to like fly around, oh, and blow shit up for a while. So, <laughs> so I was like, I'm just gonna plug in an old blow up game, and there was Dark Void, That's and cool. it was actually pretty good. Scott, in your crippledness, have you yeah. been doing anything? I or? am trying to finish L.A. Noir now, yeah. now that I'm feeling a little better, but um, man, like, trying to pick up that game in the middle of a case, like, not having remembered, like, all of the nuances of conversation from, from the, the other, the first half of the yeah, case, it's, yeah. it's pretty awful, but um, something I, I have been doing since I... Um, haven't really felt comfortable to do like a lot of like video gaming is I've been watching a lot of uh, like Netflix and stuff. Me too. So on your recommendation, I watched uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, I liked it. Hell yeah, yeah. it was it was actually really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched it at like four o'clock in the morning. That's the night awesome. When I was up late. That's awesome. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, I started watching Archer. That's yeah. On Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Season one's really good. Yeah, Archer's really good. Yeah, I really like that too. So um, I think. I mean, what I was doing before, before all this stuff happened, anyways, was just like wall-to-wall gaming, and like mm-hmm. now that I really shouldn't be doing that so much, like I actually am fitting in other things, like yeah. reading and yeah. watching stuff I should have watched. And we uh, we've been doing the same thing. I haven't been doing a ton of gaming. Still trying to get through to finish out the Mortal Kombat 
single player, which is epically long, yeah. <laughs> way longer than I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we've been watching a ton of Netflix, and recently I talked about this to Ash because we went and saw Super Eight. I I got Cloverfield. Oh, cool. On DVD, Melissa had never seen it. Oh. So we watched Cloverfield for the first time, and I had this theory that I have to share. You've seen it, right? Cloverfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I think it. I think they did a really classic. Like you brought. What was it? Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really classic monster story theory or theory for this movie, which was I realized while watching it that everybody in the movie who's just kind of like a faceless rich douchebag from New York, mm-hmm. everybody in the movie acts like selfishly or with some kind of vanity or something like that. They act horribly to other people in some way. Mm-hmm. And they all die except for one person. And the person who doesn't die, the only person who gets to fly off in a helicopter, is the only person in the movie who did not act selfishly or with vanity or something in some way. Like, Lily, the girl who survives, put the party on for Rob, helped out uh, Marlena when she fell, like, went back for her Uh. boyfriend who she wanted to marry. Like, she was, like, the chaste, like super good one. And everybody else acted shitty in some way. They acted horrible. And they all died in different different points in time. What did Melissa think of the movie? She liked it a lot, actually. She, uh, I was, I wasn't sure. She's not a huge fan of the shaky cam. Yeah. Um. So I was like, eh, this might not go that well. But I told her I was like, it's not Blair Witch. It's not actually people with right. cams. Like there is some of that, but a lot of the movie was shot on, like, with professional mm. camera mm. cinematographers running yeah. around. I was like, so give it a chance, because probably towards the quarter of the way in, you're not going to really feel like that's what yeah, you're watching. Yeah, get used to it. And she did. She got used to it, and uh, she really liked it. Can I tell you a funny story about Jen and Cloverfield? Yeah. You ever have, like, one of those experiences where, like, your suspension of disbelief is, like, engaged through, like, like two hours of a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and then all and then of a sudden the very end, something yeah, yeah. happens, and you're just like... Oh, that come on! And you're like, it's Star Wars. What do you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for her, it was like when the helicopter crashed. Yeah. At the end, she's and everybody like, lived. She's like, this is bullshit. How did everybody? It was a fucking helicopter. And I was like, all right, come on. Like, and oh. fell from like 30, 40 stories. Yeah, too. but it was really, I mean, yeah. I was kind of like, you mean after everything that just happened? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a giant is, monster like, ravishing. This is where you're. This is where you're gonna check out of the movie, like right at the end. So, yeah. anyways. Yeah, I actually, and there was, a, I totally went online and started reading like theories about the movie and stuff afterwards. I got like way wrapped into it. And one thing that I read that I had never thought about before, and it always bothered me, was like, how does a camera freaking survive? Yeah. Because supposedly what everybody thought was they nuked Manhattan. Like, right. they just blew up Manhattan, and somehow, like, a shitty little hand camera, like, survives. And I was reading, and some guy, uh, some, like, ex-military, you know, quote-unquote guy online said that the hammer down is actually a protocol they use for um, the... Uh, Warthogs. Warthog planes. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it means is it's when they firebomb and, like, uh, not nuke, but, uh, God, I... Like napalm. scorched earth. When they na- yeah, when they scorch earth, essentially. When they napalm an area and just firebomb it with napalm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so probably what they were doing was just using, like, massive napalm runs and just, like, uh, trying to take out the entire island by just burning everything to the ground. And that at the end, when you see the camera, it actually falls under, like, rocks fall over uh, top of it. And then you see, like, orange, like, wash over top. And he's like, probably what happened was... If it's under rocks, it would actually survive sure. because napalm doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. melt through earth. It just burns everything on top. And then, as we all know, after that happened, they walled off the city and sent all of the criminals there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the end. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what we've been doing too, watching movies and just kind of catching up, 
bunch of documentaries and just streaming. And, yeah, good been stuff. Good. Yeah, I don't think I've watched any really good movies. No, I watched a couple shitty Netflix yeah. and watch zombie movies that aren't good enough to even talk about. <laughs> Dance of the Dead. You've gone to see some, a lot more movies, though. Like, we didn't review, but you went and saw a lot. Uh, I almost called it Last Stand. X-Men First Class. Yeah, I did. Absolutely. Which uh, which you liked a lot. I did, but we'll, I guess, talk about that. Yeah, I'm hoping, I, I think I'm going to try and see it this week. We were going to try last week, but we didn't get yeah, to it, so. Definitely worth seeing. Yeah. I can also, I, I'm sad to admit, but I'm happy to say that I did see, I finally saw Alien. First oh, one? Never seen I, Alien? I've never seen any of oh, them. Oh, wow, really? And then I was talking to Jen, she's like, I've never seen them either, now we're... Like, oh, watch awesome. the first one. It it's was a great Alien and Aliens. When you consider that that came phenomenal. out in '79, and I think Battlestar Galactica came out at the same time yeah. in '79, even though it was a TV series, you're kind of like, "Well, what were you guys doing?" Well, like, that was it's Ridley Scott for the first one, mm-hmm. and he had already done. Um, hadn't he already done? Uh, or was that his first big movie? But his like set design and special effects are are pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. Ridley by, Scott is even by today's standards. Oh yeah, That's kind the of first, The first Alien is still really really well done. Yeah, and the one he's working on now um, is supposed to be you know from everything I've been hearing is supposed to be great. Is that Alien versus like Harlem Globetrotters? No, he's actually he's doing, he's back doing to... a prequel to oh, the first okay. Alien movie. Oh, it's, that's it's cool. A, it's supposed to be about the the guy that they encounter oh, in the yeah. big chair, the space jockey. Oh, okay. It's his origin story. Who was that alien species? The one who was like dead. I was yeah. going to say Blade Runner, but Blade Runner's three years later. Alien so came was Alien is pretty yeah. You guys ready to uh, to talk about the old E3? Yeah, let's get in it. Yeah. So we're, we're, this week. Um, was the 2011 Electronics Entertainment Expo out in uh, L.A., and it was the biggest one ever. Um, and it's, uh, for those that don't know, it's for uh, supposed to be only for press and for uh, entertainment professionals, but then you see pictures and there's little kids with, like, yeah. Yeah, half shirts and mustard stains all over themselves. So I don't know if they're actually entertainment professionals, but people, I guess, sneak into it. Hmm. But... Um, Huge year. Uh, this is one of the first years that they really had constant coverage from um, a few different networks. I know Spike was covering a couple of big press conferences. Uh, G4 covered pretty much all the big press conferences. Actually, phenomenal online coverage. You could watch G4 on Hulu, mm-hmm. all the press conferences, or uh, Game Trailers was running like everything on E3. So they ran all the big ones, all of the companies, and you could just see, like, con- they, they basically, for all of last week, just ran constant E3 stuff online, streaming, yeah. which was great. Yeah, and I think I tweeted this on the, the Nerd Appropriate account, but even, like, you know, watching it from home and trying to keep up, because I have, you know, some time off, so I'm like, I'm just going to watch everything mm-hmm. I can watch. Digest I watched, like, awesome. five hours of coverage the first day and had my laptop open, and I could not keep up. So I couldn't imagine actually being a journalist at that event. Yeah. And, like, these guys were posting articles about stuff that they played, like, minutes after they played them. Right. Like, it was it was blowing my mind. I was like, I don't understand how they were just doing it. Just flip open a laptop. And I did yeah, learn, though, like, while watching game trailers, uh, Kotaku, the guy from... Or, no, the guy from Joystick let it slip that they were actually getting previews before E3 started. Mm-hmm. They were playing a lot of the games. They all said that they actually had played the Nintendo... Wii U before it got announced at Nintendo, but they had to sign like okay, crazy amounts of paperwork that said they wouldn't uh, say yeah. a word about it or post anything. So some of that stuff goes up really quick because they actually got a lot of those big guys Probably got like, already been pre-written, like, got like early before, early yeah. playthroughs. Like, and hey, early, now we touched it. Previews. Now hit submit. Okay, yeah. now the article's up because stuff was going up 
Yeah, Honestly, at a rate of like ten articles an hour yeah. from different sites, I was just like, it was just insane to keep up with. Yeah. So, isn't it weird how some of those like pressers are kind of like they have to tread this fine line between like a shareholder meeting yeah. and then like motivating like the the people that they know are watching on the internet? Well, like, yeah. it's always fun to watch like these different conferences, like E three to like game developers conference are always fun to watch because E three is very much like a spectacular like oh look what do they got in this and then there's dancers and girls do it and you're like like what is this ridiculousness and then gdc is very much like tech demos and then they're like look at the crazy shit we just made like this thing does this and everybody gets mad at gdc sometimes like fans do because now you've got such great access to it they're like well you know like gdc this is stupid that looked crappy and i'm like they're just showing you what they can do like their game developers conference is about developing games not about like selling them doesn't to have the word the entertainment yeah. in the title yeah. yeah whereas e3 is very much like let's sell these things yeah it's, so. it's really like well now and of course packs but this is like from a marketing perspective this is the one time where um and it's getting bigger and bigger every year but video games are getting major press like new york times yeah and yeah. like you know like large publications are actually covering e3 a lot like how Comic Con is finally getting massive coverage. So this is the great the great time to really push your game, yeah. so that people outside the people like us that are really have our like a microscope on the industry, yeah. um, they'll actually notice the games. Right. So, so yeah, it is a great time, and that's why this year, like you guys laughed because I, I pasted a list of everything. Yeah. That we showed. <laughs> like, We're not going to cover everything. Yeah. It's seriously a list it's of insane. like eighty games. <laughs> it's ten pages on Google Docs. It's just like games all the way Check down. Check out all these games. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of them hadn't been seen before. But why don't we just go ahead and dive in? I um, say, I say, before we get into the games though, because there are a lot of even good games that we should talk about. Yeah. Uh, let's hit the big three. Okay. Let's hit, you know, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. Okay, let's do it. Let's start with Nintendo. Okay. Because we did an article on it, and I think we all have different perspectives. Yeah. Um, And for those listening, you can go dig up the article on the Wii U that all three of us wrote. Wii U! And we have all three of our in-depth kind of... And we've got kind of an interesting uh, trifecta here, where Scott is super Nintendo fanboy, like, still Nintendo fanboy. Ash, I would say, grew up on Nintendo, but is now slightly burned out. Mm. Or burned burned by Nintendo somewhat, you yeah. know, a little bit. And then me, I actually was a Sega kid, never owned a Nintendo system, ever. I've never owned a single Nintendo yeah, system wow. my entire life. And, uh, so you're totally, like, on the outside. I, yeah, I really don't have much nostalgia for it, so yeah. so I think it's interesting that we've got that kind of weird split, and it'll, it'll be fun. But it, it came out, I think, in the Wii U article. I, yeah, I, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the, the press. Did they, other than the... Um, the Wii U, did they, Nintendo have any other major announcements? In their... um, announced a new slate of games for the 3DS. Um, so, like, all the, big guns are, yeah. all the big guns are coming to 3DS, finally. Um, and speaking of 3DS, uh, well, we'll probably get into it, but our friend Chris Bromby announced the title he's working on for InSpace. Mm-hmm. Did you see all that in his tweets? I did, I did. So uh, I'm going to write something on it. He's but... working on a big title called Heroes of Ruin for Square Enix for the 3DS. Wow. And they won Best of Show for RPG for the 3DS, too. Awesome. So. That's awesome. It looks phenomenal, and all these art directions looking really good. Good so for him. That should be really cool. I finally feel like for him, um, that's a game that is clearly his vision. You know, whereas he's had to work on a lot of other people's like ideas. Tron's pre-existing. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is like, hey, 
And you can definitely see, like, and, I mean, Chris is a Thundercats fan, and half those characters yeah, are, like, yeah. freaking Thundercats. Well, and, I mean, on top of that, like, Square Enix, they're good. They're, this is a game that that company is going to get finally get really good press push for, and, yeah. and really get credit for making something I hope awesome. so. I hope so. It's supposed so. to be very Diablo-esque, which is yeah. rad, so good for him. But anyway, so they announced a slate, so um, uh, a new... Jesus, they, they announced a new Mario, a new... Um, Smash Brothers. Smash I mean, Brothers. I guess other than the the games, I mean, because those kind of like. So know. they said that. So they said he literally just. Said, it's as if they told him this backstage, and he just decided to say it. Uh, he announced Smash Brothers for the Wii U and for the 3DS, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But said that don't plan on it anytime soon, and don't plan on anything forward or any ideas or yeah. announcements. He's he just. just got, like, he literally so, just kind of said Smash I, Brothers. I, I think his like his his whole presentation was going eh so so yeah, yeah and he's like really. and Smash Brothers and the crowd goes fucking crazy because, yeah. and then he just stops because <laughs> it was the head of the Japanese branch of Nintendo it wasn't right. Reggie it was, oh, it was the other guy yeah. and he he was kind of like all of his announcements were tempered by saying you're gonna hear more about that later you're gonna he was just like Literally just saying things, he was like, yeah. and then we have. Uh, he kept like skirting around the new system. He kept skirting around game announcements. Yeah, he skirted around 3ds. And it was just kind of like you're gonna hear more about that later. And he he was kind of like broken English. Their event. E3 events are admittedly not very flashy. They are. They do kind of sound like they got meetings. flashy when Reggie came out. They did this like crazy 3D video. Oh, their, right. their setup was insane. Like yeah. where they were projecting. They open, open with the symphony playing old. Yeah, they bit Nintendo's wow. all Zelda stuff. All right. And then they announced. That's the other thing they announced. Um, a traveling Zelda concert, all strings. Yes, and there's going to be. It sounded like there's probably just going to be New York or LA or both. Cool. And then anniversary. Japan. Oh, yeah. So it's all for the 25th anniversary. That's something to be excited. New about. Zelda games across all their platforms. You can download Four Swords now for free yeah. on the 3DS. Right yeah. now. On the 3DS. From what I understand. Yeah. Oh, I went and to the. I went to the store. Too. I got Excite Bike, but I didn't see um, the Pretty other sure one. All Four Swords. Maybe it was post E3. Maybe we would get it. But uh, let's Boy. talk a little bit about the, the, the Wii U itself. Okay. First of all, let's let's talk about the name. Well, I mean... <laughs> come on, man. I mean, let's talk about all these names. What do you expect, yeah. though, you know? Uh, uh, the Vita? No, but I, <laughs> here's my problem with the Wii U. It's not just obnoxious to say. Yeah. It is just obnoxious to say. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't it sounds know like, but it sound, also sounds like Wii University, like in America. Yeah, that's what you, I thought. When of you say right, put you at the end of something, like in modern branding, that typically means it's geared towards university right. people yeah. or something. You know, I, you know, I made fun of the Wii when it came out. It just became yeah. part of culture, and yeah. now no one thinks it's a weird name. So yeah, I think we'll get used to it. But it's just I, I don't know. For me. I, what I didn't like was they did this presentation where they were like, here's all the things you can stand for. Oh, and you're like, oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, yeah. who cares? Move on. Brilliant. It's a name. Like, yeah. It's not like Xbox was like, here's the Xbox. The X could stand for excellent or exciting. <laughs> or, and it was like, no one cares. Just yeah. move on and show us what the hell the thing is. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much the longest drawn-out announcement I've ever heard in my life. They kept talking about this thing without ever saying what it was or what it did. They kept... They they basically talked about the controller for like fifteen mm. minutes. Yeah. And if you were watching Twitter, like me included, everybody's just tweeting like, "Is this a controller or a system? Like, yeah, are you yeah. announcing something new? They gave we away don't understand." No sort of technical specification. Yeah. No system specs. Right. Until the very end, they they flashed a picture. Actually, I didn't find out it was a system until Kotaku in like ten minutes into the d- description. Just put a picture up. It was like, "Here's the Wii U. It's a system." Yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a system." Yeah. 
Those guys are on, on the ball with that shit. Yeah. So, um, so from what we understand, the system is going to be comparable in power to um, the 360. I've actually heard more power. Or maybe more powerful, yeah. but it, it's going to be what they're finally doing is they're bringing in all... Uh, EA is going to be a major partner with Nintendo. Mm. And so they were they were really pushing like games like Darksiders 2 cool. and the next uh, Battlefield and Madden. All these games are, are going to get pushed onto the Wii U, so you're going to have a choice of three platforms now. And then, of course, the the big draw is its fancy honking controller, yeah, um, which is interesting. But I think I think it's cool that Nintendo is back in, in the race, so to speak. Um, I don't think it's cool for the developers who now have another system to code for. But Well, you know, I mean, at least it's a comparable system. Like, it seems yeah, like before yeah. they just couldn't, like... They could make a game and port it to the PS3 with relative ease, mm-hmm. and now it was like, or vice versa, mm-hmm. and it just seemed like to get to the Wii was impossible. They were just like, well, there's no way they're going to essentially entirely, entirely another game. game. Yeah. That's horrible. Which meant they hired another developer and just had, yeah. them, like, I mean, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the blog post, but I guess my worry again is that, you know, it's it's a thing which is not like your standard controller. So really, the success of this machine is going to depend on. And I, I think they use the word experiences a lot, but for for designers to build games that like capitalize on new right. experiences, you know what I mean. So they they did show off some things. Everything that was playable there were all tech demos. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any games that you could. I mean, there were games, but they were like tech demo games. They right. were like they kept saying like they called them this experiences. Is not, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not actually a game that we're putting out, and. Um, you know, I kind of applaud them for at least announcing a new system at E3 because mm-hmm. it seemed like they're they're not. I mean, they're still saying like a year, right, before oh, yeah. this thing's gonna come out. It's 2012. I know that. Yeah, it's yeah. probably. I'm guessing Q4. Yeah, I don't think. I think they're still pretty far out from putting this machine out. Yeah. So I kind of applaud them for announcing it even and just saying like, "Hey, look, we did it again. Here's a brand new controller that no one ever has thought of doing mm-hmm. yet." Um, I am not that intimidated by the controller. I actually think it looks pretty awesome uh especially when i heard that there aren't any guts in it so it is it is just a screen 6.8 inches or three inches something like that it's pretty big yeah just a high def screen with your two the kind of uh it's kind of i mean it's the got the, the same like button 3ds kind of control actually it's two more buttons than the 3ds yeah, triggers like okay i mean than the uh well two more buttons than the 3ds or the wii like there's two z triggers and two oh, okay. l and r triggers cool and then there was two directionals, or two, they're not yeah. analog sticks, they're... they're like those thumbpads. Yeah, they're thumb pads, thumb pads. Yeah, yeah, where they're like circles. Don't like. There's a directional pad and then the regular buttons. And uh, and then the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's, from what I understand, it's about like if that, like about seven sure. inches across if you're holding it. Right. Um, but there's no actual computing inside of it. It's, oh. it's just connects to your machine and ports that to your thing so it's not super heavy it's relatively mm-hmm. lightweight probably between like a Kindle and an iPad um, so it's not like you're going to be like holding this two pound yeah. controller the whole time um, you know the experiences look pretty cool the video the gameplay video or what they were pulling off they showed Battlefield on it and it supposedly on it mm-hmm. and it looked gorgeous mm-hmm. um, they showed this bird demo that looked just unbelievable Zelda looked really good I mean the the tech is definitely there. They definitely put the machine up where it needed to be tech-wise. I've just been thinking about, like, what could you actually do with that screen that is not currently something that you can sort of get around with one screen? 
Well, well the, some of the cool ideas that they kind of said, like, mm-hmm. well, what if you're playing a game like Battlefield and one person is up in the helicopter? You'd actually be able to play two-player where one person's flying a helicopter from the controller with the screen. The other person's using their other controllers and actually yeah. playing the game. So you'd be able to fly through the air and provide support while looking through, you know, the, the helicopter's vision and not actually interfere with, like, that split-screen mechanic. Oh, yeah. And they're also saying some people saw um, a demo of Aliens Colonial yeah. Marines playing. Mm-hmm. And um, in Aliens, the, the Marines have a motion detector that blips and shows enemy locations. That's and they're cool. saying using actual controller as the as the enemy motion detector without having it actually be so on the HUD on screen. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. So here's the two things that I thought immediately were one, the negative the biggest negative that I've heard is that right now as of right now they're saying only one of those controllers can be synced up mm-hmm. to the Wii U at a time. So everybody else that might be in the room playing with you is playing on the old the Wii the Wii controllers, which right. are all of course backwards compatible. Everything sure. Work. I wouldn't be shocked if they announced you can still plug a fucking GameCube controller into sure. it if you wanted to. Right. But um, the thing that it made me think about was, and I'm sure we're going to get into this, is that it's just this Nintendo. You said it best, I think, in your part of the article. It's just like. This is Nintendo doing what Nintendo does, which is foregoing everything Xbox and PS3 are fighting over and saying, like, nope, we're a game machine and we're going to put a bunch of people in a room and have them have fun together. This is not, like, play with your friends online. Yeah. That controller does nothing to me for an online experience. I mean, other than the single-player kind of experience. But, like, you know, yeah, it's going to add stuff if you're sitting in a room by yourself playing a game. You've got a whole other screen to mess with. But in reality, it's so that you get more people in the room, and then you've got an independent screen. You've got all this kind of crazy shit you can kind of start doing mm-hmm. then, and like not so much by yourself. It's Nintendo saying it's Mario Party. I, I feel like ever since they put Mario Party yeah. out, they're just like, we need to make more things where just four people sit in a room and play shit together. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's admittedly geared more towards like families. Like a lot of the games are like, you know, um, like geared towards. I mean, there are like games for like our demographic, but there are a lot of games that are just like. But is this their way of saying, like, here you go, hardcore gamers, here's the... Or here you go, Xbox and PS3 gamers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Here's the machine that will do what you want it to do. But, here you go, families, we're just extending this experience to make it more fun to sit with your family in a room. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, for me, like, the con- the up- upgraded console is just like, oh, you know, iPhone 5 or whatever. It's just like the next, like, here's the next Yeah, but screen, admittedly, you know? this is like going from the iPhone 2G to the iPhone 5. Sure. Like, they, like they did nothing with the Wii. But as far as, the, like... Upgrading the hardware, like hardware technical specs, like that's like, for me, is neither here nor there. It's really just like, what are the new experiences? Like, what are you gonna do with this tablet? Like, that's what I want to know. That's really all I care about, you know. So it's like I keep, I'm trying to like dream of things that like, Mm -hmm. like the thing with the radar seems like an awesome idea because that's something that normally takes up space on the screen and realistically you would hold something in your hand. Mm -hmm. They're like a Ghostbuster game with like the 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 alien tech demo that they did, which was an alien attacking and then there was four people running around and you as the alien had the screen so you could do your whole thing without anybody knowing where you were yeah. and they're trying to like bomb them with bombs and they're running around doing all this. so like that kind of that, and that's what I'm saying like that game, that multi-gamer experience where you mm. can remove one player yeah. who now has a high def nice looking screen you know because in reality right. when you put a six inch screen you know six inches from your face you're basically looking at a 42-inch TV eight feet away from you. Yeah, I know yeah. it's not exactly the right, same, yeah. but it's close enough, you know? I was surprised to hear that, again, like, at the present time, 
the 3DS would not be compatible with no. the system. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's kind of weird, you know? Like, I thought maybe they would try to tie those things in together because of the, because of the Game Boy Advance like, yeah. cable thing, but... Well, just needless just... to say, I think, I mean, it's, it's great that there is something coming. I think my the whole gist of my section of the article was, sorry guys, too little, too late. Like, I don't feel as if this is a next-generation console. I feel like it is a current-generation console. Which I mean, we well, what don't does that really mean? Know I mean, like what? Well, it means that like in in, in the olden days, there was eight right. bit, there was sixteen yeah. bit, there was thirty two bit, and everyone would compete. And then things started to get a little bit crazy. And then all of a sudden, they came out with PS one. And then of course, you know, you got into the Xbox competing with the PS two, mm-hmm. and then the PS three competing with the three sixty, and then Nintendo drops the Wii, which is. A step backwards in terms of you know in like, terms of I mean like tech wise it, it was a GameCube yeah. with motion yeah. controllers yeah. right and I yeah. guess the point I'm trying to make is like the raw hardware is just like for me that's like not it right but and, and like obviously Nintendo was right they sold like, yeah, yeah. two hundred million <laughs> copies yeah, of the damn yeah, thing absolutely. but I'm saying that like as far as like me like I have I have no reason to buy a Wii. I don't care about Mario. I don't give a shit about right. Zelda at all. I sure. don't care about Kirby. Like, those characters hold nothing for me. Right. So when Nintendo was like, hey, here's this thing, 250 bucks, you can move a thing around and play Mario, it's like, But, like, I, I mean, why do, you, why do you not own a PS3? Because I don't have six... I didn't have $600 to throw down on it, and I don't have $300 <laughs> to throw down on it now. But I'm saying, like, if... Because I made a choice and went with Xbox. But I'm saying, like, if you want to play Mass Effect, you could just play it on the Xbox. Like, there's Right, like... but what I'm saying is, when that happened, I made a choice between the sure. Xbox and the PS3. Right. The Wii was never even part of that decision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if they put this machine out with motion controllers when they put out the Wii, ah. that would have been part of the decision. It would have been like, oh, maybe I would go with the Wii... Plus, because okay. I could get the same kind that of makes sense. you know fidelity yeah. out of the other machines. Mm. Because at the end of the day, like if third party is going to get behind it, then it, then it is a comparable machine. If third party again does not get behind, which it doesn't sound like it, they they announced like Ubisoft, EA, and uh, maybe it was just Ubisoft and EA both announced games for this thing and said that they're they're going to back right. it. Back it which is so important. if third party is going to get behind it, then this is a comparable machine to me. If they're not, then it's just another Nintendo machine that I don't need. Like, yeah. because I don't care about any of those characters. Right, but I'm saying, like, that reason is just as much of a reason not to buy it as it is a reason to buy it if you do like those things. Like, I'm, you're saying. I'm not going to buy a MacBook Pro and go, like, well, I can't... If it doesn't run Office 2011, I'm not going to buy it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you buy a MacBook Pro because you want the Mac, and you want GarageBand, and you want whatever. Uh, yeah, know? I think it's really just a question in the end of, like, what specifically does this system bring to the table that no other system can bring to the table? But wait, yeah. you wouldn't buy a Mac because it doesn't play games. Well, yeah, but I, I was trying to draw, like, a different kind of comparison. You but know? it's the same comparison. I mean, like, it doesn't do the thing you want it to do, I'm which saying, is... I'm saying that having three consoles that all have the same releases on them ported to each three, like, do very little to, like, innovate sure. in the community. But know? when you're talking about somebody like me who only owns one machine, right. it would put the Wii into a decision factor for me, whereas the Wii yeah. was not because it was just a Nintendo machine that yeah, had that, nothing but Nintendo Yeah, games. that makes sense. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, like, I get what you're saying, because you own all three. Right. Like, another mach- machine that plays the same games that the other two already play. I already know your PS3 gathers dust, unless you want to watch Hulu. Yeah, like, actually, like, I, right now it's like a Blu-ray machine. Right, whatever. I mean, yeah. but I'm saying, like, it's become that for you. But at the same time, like, if that... I'm talking about 
people like me who own one right. machine. Yeah, no, that take, that that makes sense. Like yeah. as a kid who's sixteen and his, his parents aren't going to buy him all three machines, mm-hmm. he only gets one. Like the Wii isn't part of that decision. You need the one that kind of do... like offers the most of the stuff that you exactly. want to have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And speaking of doing a lot of shit, we'll move into Microsoft, I think. Yeah. Sony, Sony yeah. actually had a real announcement, so Microsoft will be pretty quick. Yeah, Microsoft, um, they are really pushing the Kinect. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big Kinect stuff coming out. Um, we actually played with something they released during E3, which was the Labs. Fun Labs, yeah. Fun Labs, and we scanned Scott's Admiral Akbar statue. And yeah. Scanned my butthole. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, that was Labs cool. is cool, and pretty much um, other than that, they're big stuff. Uh, of course, Gears of War three, which we're not going to dive into. We'll do that closer. Halo to the release. four. Mm-hmm. Halo four was the the closing. Um, that was the biggest, I think. Yeah, and of course, not done by Bungie anymore. Nope, but done by three D three three. The hell's their name? Three. It's done by team members from Bungie yeah, who left some, and made some it some ah, yes. three. 33, I forget the name of it. Um, but I, I, in terms of Halo, I'm pretty uh, optimistic, man. I, I actually, Halo 4, you know, cool, more Halo, I'll probably buy it and play yeah. it. Uh, I am actually very excited about Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary The re-release? Are you really? I'm actually kind of awesome. interested in that, too. Because it was a fun game. Yes, you know, as much as you hated shit, like, as much as you hated playing Halo 3, like, I actually did have I, fun playing. I had <laughs> like, fun playing Halo 3, it just... They just got so up their own ass by Halo Three. It just was like they're not, they're not even telling a logical story anymore. Like it just was. It was just was like they this pulled, ludicrous they the Metal Gear. Yeah, they, it like so deep in mythology. Yeah, that, like they, you lose track they went of way too. Far I mean, aside in. from like ripping off the ending of System Shock Two in the end of yeah. Halo Three, like I thought and, the game was really good. And then the problem, with, the other problem we had, or I had with Halo Three, was that I had already played Halo Reach, and the gameplay in Halo mm. Reach is far above Halo Three. So it just you know. But whatever, Halo Four I think is exciting. I, I think Combat Evolved though coming back with basically what they what it sounded like they're doing is taking every successful multiplayer map from one through Reach and compiling them all together, putting that with a completely revamped Combat Evolved edition. Like that's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm totally in for that. That game was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that game yeah. was a lot of fun, and it was before the story became so ludicrous that yeah, <laughs> you couldn't understand yeah. what's going Still on. Still wrap your head around it. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think the the other big non-announcement that Microsoft made was this weird TV announcement. Yeah, and I don't live mean, TV on the Xbox. We don't know anything That's more it. than that. Nothing's really been officially released. But after you told me that um, that they didn't say anything, like Nothing. the who, what, how, when, like I got to thinking, like I would be happy if they just sold, uh, you know, like a dongle that had a coax input on it, and I could just instead of using a cable box, I could just well. You may be in luck because it sounds like that's what it's going to be. Like if it's uh, just like, hey, we're going to push, like we're going to make, we're going to allow you to use your cable as, like this thing can be your cable box now. Here's like, the speculation. Okay. Uh, they did not announce content provider partners. Mm-hmm. They announced cable company partners, mm-hmm. which makes it sound like your Xbox is going to replace your cable box and just be an alternate way to watch TV. Man, that's been a long time coming. Right. So. Uh, because what they announced was like it was like Foxtel in Australia. They had no American companies. Sure. They announced all foreign companies, and they were all cable providers, not content providers. So what I was hoping, because Joystick teased this the day before, said, "Hey, we just found out Microsoft's big announcement is going to be live TV." The way it sounded on Joystick, and the way I think Ash and I both got excited about, it was like 
you could buy HBO on your Xbox oh, and watch HBO on your yeah. Xbox, which would be phenomenal. Uh, but what it sounds like it's going to be is you can continue to pay. It's e- it's ESPN three, which is the biggest load of horseshit ever mm. created on the Xbox because. The only way to get ESPN3 is to have a cable connection. Yeah. In which case, I have seven ESPN channels. I don't really need ESPN3 on my Xbox at that point. So to me, porting cable to your Xbox, sure, it gets rid of the annoyance of shitty old hardware, but it doesn't really do anything for people like me who don't want to have cable. I'll tell you what would do it for me is being able to hook up an antenna, right? Mm. And then being able to watch one, watch TV through the Xbox with like... Using whatever power, whatever thing that, whatever they've done with Media Center, uh, over gone. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if they right. like leverage like all the work they put into that, and then like maybe slide in the possibility of having like a little picture-in-picture picture via the Xbox I while I'm playing games. I have a feeling it's not going to be that advanced. I think yeah. you're not going to be able to run antenna. I think what basically I think what you're going to be buying is uh, cable pushing their product over fiber optics to your TV. Oh, that's too bad. I don't I don't think you're going to be able to just use it as a yeah. like input to your TV. Like It's not going to be a receiver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be great. I, mean, I don't think it will be. That's yeah. my dream. I'll save it for the Xbox. Uh, and then the only other announcement they made um, at the actual conference was uh, a completely revamped uh, experience on the Xbox. They're gonna, yeah. I heard they're going to do... There's going to be new... Um, looks like Metro UI. They're going to redo... Oh, but they're going to... Aren't they also redoing the Connect Hub? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's... I don't think there actually is going to be a Connect Hub. Oh. I think they're integrating they're gonna everything make it into one, and it's, it's it looks like Metro UI is the Windows 7 phone UI. Mm. So they're, they're, it looks... It's very flat, very, like, is boxes gonna be for fall? of information. Gonna, I think it's the fall release. Have yeah. you seen the... Because that's, that's what... And oddly enough, I've heard that Windows looks Phone... Looks good. I mean, Windows Phone, this thing... And Windows 8 are most likely all going to be built on different code bases, but they're all yeah. going to have that kind of weird metro. Windows 8 is a whole other. Yeah, we, we don't have to get into about. it, but like everything's going that way of like kind of like that yeah. tablet esque, like something touch, you can touch, something yeah. you can wave at. Like, yeah, it, it was very just from a quick glance, it looked really crisp and, and yeah. streamlined. They're kind of moving away from that cartoony, moving into Thank like. God future you know what would be awesome to take report. this take this like new ui and put it up against the blades oh my god <laughs> yeah. it's changed quite a lot so that uh, was that pretty dance, much dance central 2 dance central 2 yeah. yeah i mean it was but it was all game announcements from yeah. other companies it wasn't like mm-hmm. the microsoft announcements were you know gears 3 which everybody yeah. knew about halo 4 which everybody kind of speculated uh-huh. and then there's non-announcement about tv and then a revamped ui and a lot of connect stuff and the connect but even the connect stuff was all other people's games yeah, like it was true. just like hey other people are getting on the connect now well, it's yeah, like, like you're kind yeah. of in that unfortunate position of having to do something every year yeah you know what i mean yeah. like it's yeah. like whether or not nintendo was ready to like if it which was is like, why i think they announced it because i don't think they had yeah, anything they could have been like we will be better prepared by December, but it's yeah. like we have to do this in June. Well, that's why so. I think Gears got pushed to win it. Yeah. Because they're like, uh, we don't have anything to show yeah. for Halo yeah. at all. Like, So you guys need to go yeah, the on Halo, stage and do some shit. The Halo video uh, was... It was like 30 seconds, 30 seconds of like, so. an explosion in the show. Sure. Yeah. So the final thing, um, and I didn't get to see Sony's whole presentation, but Sony... Uh, announced the Vita. They did. And not they, the, the, they the came out to apologize, actually. They came out and were like, so, we really sorry yeah. that we everyone stole your stuff. <laughs> yeah. what, was, what accent is that, by the way? Is that, uh, it, it's a little... Uh, it's called uh, a retarded Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call it Pants Pier. Uh, <laughs> it's the official name of that accent. Uh, Anytime you guys want me to do Pants Pier. But... 
The Vita looks pretty fucking awesome. Cool. Yeah, it does look pretty good. <laughs> it like, does. When we were, I don't know, I don't know if this is part of this discussion, but when we were talking about the Nintendo and like backwards compatibility, I kind of want Sony to make something that you can play PS2 games on. Sony other than will never PS2. make anything backwards compatible. But you can play PS1 games on the PS3. Right. The older PS2. But you have to download play. them, right? You can't put them in this. Yeah, you can. You can put them in. Oh, really? Yeah, older yeah. and older. PS3s will play some PS2 games, but nothing ha- will play old PS2 games. Nor do they sell them like yeah. digitally. So what's the deal with this Vita? Uh, price point Not is bad. fucking perfect. Uh, Two fifty for the Wi-Fi, three hundred for the three G. It's interesting yeah. Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Like like kind of like mainstream technology and video game technology that kind of cross yeah. over. You know, I like that a lot. But uh, hardware specs are insane. Phenomenal hardware specs. Mm-hmm. And I saw a few gameplay demos and and I've seen a couple of places that I trust talk about it and said that the touch, which is not actually a screen, it's like a touch pad on the back, yeah, crazy. is actually okay. really cool. That they they said at first it was like. This is weird. Like probably the first time you had two buttons, you know, to, and then like, tapping the screen in the back. Yeah, yeah. So they started, but then they said when they started playing some games that had been like kind of optimized for it, it was like it was like natural. Like you would start flipping through guns and choose one and run through. Oh, and like stuff. if you could just like swipe the back of the screen to like pick your gun. And that's what your... you get to do. So you get to like do these swipes yeah. and taps to do stuff. And, I mean, because we're only using four of our fingers right now. Right. Maybe some of us use six if you got the dual right. PS3 ability. But but uh, looks off. Awesome. It actually was one of the first portables that I've seen since the DS that I was like, I might actually buy this thing. Yeah, I'm not a big handheld guy, but like I, I really did enjoy the PSP for a while when I when I played with it. And um like the idea of having an upgraded one um that actually has some exclusive titles is pretty cool. Yeah. What are they exclusive oh, titles? Sorry. Yeah. Media yeah. through the Sony uh Sony system, right? They're like yeah. purchase yeah, purchase media PlayStation store or whatever. Yeah. yeah, my question was gonna be for you guys was like how how were they trying to position the product other than a gaming system? Because it's got 3G, so I can imagine they're trying to do like maybe movies or push. Yeah, I mean, like what else are they pushing on the system? I think some were weirdly between. I think it's an iPod Touch with awesome games. Yeah, you okay. know what I mean. Like, yeah. it, it's going to have that kind of media system built into it where it can do all the other things. Mm-hmm. But then it's going to have Sony's library of games that are that honestly didn't they say? Uh, uh, I don't remember which game it was. There was some game you could play on the PS3. Stop, pull out your your Vita, and then continue playing. So that's yeah, something that the I same was... exact game, like not like oh a yeah. ported version of it. Like this is like and I'm playing the same. I game tried. On a I don't know screen. if you tried this, but I was really disappointed with the functionality of the PSP to PS3 connect connection system. You can like link the systems together, and like I think you could browse the PS3's like like right. dashboard from your handheld. But I don't know that you could launch a game, and I don't really even know like. I did it, and I was like, I don't know why I would do this. I'm like, pretty sure the they have managed to put the hardware, similarly close hardware, to a PS3 inside yeah. of this thing. Yeah. Like, it it's just sounds ridiculous. Because it sounds like, in theory, you could do some of the same stuff on this system with a PS3 yeah. that you could do it, on the Wii. And the, the, and the thing yeah. that um, we got to keep in mind is this is not a system that is designed for Americans. Right. Um, the PSP is still the best-selling system in Japan. Yeah, in Japan. Yeah. And um, this is a system clearly made for them, and, and like, it'll sell like insane. Oh yeah, it's shit. for the next generation of Monster Hunter games. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's all this connectivity, there's all this file, easy file sharing. It's for that crazy like on-the-go Japanese mentality, and they're going to want the biggest and the best, and it's going to kick. But ass it looks again. good. I mean, honestly, yeah, for yeah. me, for an American, I looked at it, and like I said, I was like. 
actually impressed by. I mean, by there, there were some like you know PSP exclusives that were just that were stellar. I mean, you had like the God of War, um, God of War exclusives. You had Resistance exclusives. A lot of the actual exclusive PlayStation titles that are like their big, their yeah. big titles were had. PSP versions that were really yeah. solid. That's cool. That if they do this with the, with this new system, I think it's gonna gonna work out pretty. So well do you think this name's any better than Wii U? No, I think it's. <laughs> but again, I think I think like do you think we'll all just forget about the name? Like yeah. once yeah. the system is like yeah, in the. Well. I actually think Vita is probably easier to forget, like Wii, than Wii U. Wii U just sounds yeah. weird. I think it's confusing from a, again mm-hmm. from a marketing standpoint, like. You're trying to tell your parents, like, yeah. no, I want the Wii U, but it's like, but you got a Wii that almost sounds like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why they didn't announce it as a new system. Just call um, it something freaking rad. Yeah. Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> Thunderdome. <laughs> the the, the Nintendo, Nintendo Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> that would sell a billion units. All right, well, let's get into some games. Yes. Uh, so those were the announcements. Um, you know, Microsoft's, again, was probably the most disappointing, but then again, last year was Connect, so mm-hmm. can't do it every year. Indeed. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. This is getting for many different sites best in show awards. Um, Can you explain to me why? Because I have no tie to the Bioshock universe. I watched the videos and I was like, "Looks cool," but all right. So, in terms of like game designers, mm-hmm. Ken Levine, who does Bioshock, well, is sort of like yeah. the Spielberg of of the video game industry. Everybody loves the guy. He's like an auteur. Um, his games are great. I, for one, liked Bioshock 1. Mm-hmm. Didn't like Bioshock 2, which wow. he didn't work on. Oh, okay. um, but I'm not that excited about this yet. I mean, it looks great. It looks phenomenal. I like the yeah. whole like retro vibe of okay. Rapture. Have mm-hmm. you played any of the Bioshock games? I played the first one. The first, first one. one. Yeah. Were you as like? Did you soil yourself and like? Yeah, I peed a little bit because a little bit. Okay. because like I like I've said many times like System Shock Two is like my favorite game yeah, yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was kind of sad to hear about this kind of like splintering into Dead Space and yeah, uh, yeah. And now I actually like both like good. series. Yeah. So it's good um, that they both turned out to be good. And like uh, you know, Bioshock like as many people pointed out had more to do with like Anne Rand than it did yeah. like with like steampunk or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's kind of like a weird. A weird thing, anyways. But. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I liked about it is I watched that Skyhook video that they put out talking about how they travel around the city, mm-hmm. and Ken Levine's in it and he talks about it. And what I like about Ken Levine and what I like about Bioshock and stuff is that he, when he talks about it, he doesn't go like, "Well, we thought that you know people would be traveling around by Skyhook." There, he goes, "Well, in this, you know, he goes, well, you know, when they created." The Skyhook, really, it was originally... And he starts talking about it as if there is this city that exists yeah. somewhere, yeah. and, and they did these it? things, yeah. and, and like it's never it's never a game to him. He's like, and then shit just went crazy, and people were fighting, so they were like, oh, you know, we gotta fight from yeah. the Skyhooks, because it's easy. And like the way he talks about it is just mm. so like enthralling. That's what I get into. Yeah, yeah. But like the game itself, I never played Bioshock, so I just kind you, of was like, you, eh. you will get that sense if you ever play the first Bioshock. I'll play it. I, but they I talk to. about it's, it as if it's a real my, place. No, it, I mean, sitting you, on my list. You can't yeah. deny that that Bioshock was the first Bioshock was a, a stellar game. There were gameplay mechanic issues that by the time because it, it took so long to develop, by the time it, it came out, there were things that I felt were really dated. I'll already. tell you what, I played it on PC. I uh, did you? So, so, again, uh, different yeah. different ball game. Probably. Yeah. But um, some of the gameplay issues uh, in the first one kind of bothered me, but that's just me being being picky. But yeah. um, I think this one looks like a lot of fun. I'm not like, you know, there are other titles that I think should have gotten Best in Show, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll get to those a little bit later. 
Uh, but yeah, right. so it looks great. I, I like it does the look whole good. idea. It does look good. Yeah, Very yeah. run and gun. It looks like this. It time looks too. like the narrative is a lot more solid mm-hmm. this time. They, I think they kind of did away with a lot of the the old school style of storytelling. From is it? This is not. Is this not related anymore to the under the water? Stuff? No, it is. Like, oh, okay. It's the same universe, right? It's the same it? universe. But yeah. I, oh, I, okay. don't know I don't know how directly this. I follow. Really. All right. Alright, uh, next up, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. We had different opinions this on this. This is a reboot, right? We did. Uh, total it, reboot. A total yeah. reboot. Um, New company, too. Um, don't remember the It's company. not Eidos anymore. No, it's not. It's somebody else. Anyways. Uh, but Tomb Raider, I was really surprised by it. Like, Game Informer did a, a big piece on Tomb Raider, I want to say about four or five months ago. And I saw the screenshots, and I was like, wow, that looks amazing. But you know how in magazines they like they put like the best yeah. possible screenshot yes. human like so I wasn't really expecting a, a graphical powerhouse but it looks uh, on par with like an Uncharted two it looks Uncharted yeah game. no I mean the graphics are phenomenal yeah. and I'll tell you what having great. having a new studio make this game might not be the worst and idea. it seems a little bit more survival ish I won't say horror but survival yeah. game okay yeah than puzzle game yeah yeah um. Definitely an adventure game. You're still like you yeah. know trying to traverse a 3D landscape, trying to get from point A to point B. Stuff's you know collapsing all around you. Cool. So what um, you hear so far is total agreement on this. this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's where it, yeah, it yeah. breaks. Uh, the voice acting. I see. I liked it. I liked it. See, he thought that. Okay, so it sounded like torture porn. Yeah, it, oh, it's really? Laura like running for her life uh, with uh, buildings collapsing around her and people chasing her, and she's. Screaming in terror because oh. shit's going on all around her. I was like, "Wow, that's a really good voice acting job." Is this like? Thought it sounded like is this supposed to be like an origin story where like maybe she's surprised um, by the fact that things are collapsing around I her? No, they didn't really get into that. Like she's not yeah. grizzled yet, you know. Yeah, she's she is not, not grizzled yet. No, that is okay. definitely for she's sure. She's definitely like a little bit uh, more meek, as they would say. But, yeah, oh, it wow. just was a weird. I would compare it to. Uh, I would and knowing nothing about this game yet, so we have no idea. I, I felt like I, I thought maybe I just thought it was weird. Yeah. And then when I jumped on the Twitter again, you know, I started seeing other people going like, "That's a weird voiceover for Tomb Raider." And yeah, she's just very super effeminate and kind of like mm. screaming for her life, kind of in ways which makes sense, I guess, yeah. somewhat. But also was very much like. I feel like the old Lara Croft, when somebody goes to grab her leg, she would just turn around and, like, cap him in the face or, like, yeah. burn him with a torch yeah. and then move on with her day. And sure. this one was like, oh, God, oh, God, don't touch oh, me. Right. And it was like, what the yeah, hell it was is... weird. It's a different... It's a different look. She doesn't have, like, the dual Desert Eagles, like, yeah. backflipping. Anymore. Yeah. It's not yeah. like... And a she di- may at some point in yeah. the game. We have no idea. But... So this could have been the very beginning. Yeah. She I actually just... starts off tied up. Yeah, in the beginning of tied up upside down in, like, a... It just was weird. It was, it was like... I just hope it doesn't turn into uh, the other M. That's right. Uh, yeah, that no, that's what. That's what I'm hoping this doesn't go down the path of, of like weak antagonist or weak protagonist mm. with like totally girly needs help. Like, and it's yeah. and it's Laura fucking Croft who like yeah. is supposed to be a badass. But they, like, this could be like her coming out story. She's, she's, knows, she's literally so. one of the first uh, yeah. mainstream female video game icons from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, you know, they need to do her justice. So, so. we'll see. I, it looks gorgeous. The gameplay looked awesome. Yeah, like the way it played. A lot of like the a lot of the button pop up like hit X to do this, and you, but it's like fluid. So like you hit yeah. X and it just keeps going. That's and, cool. Yeah. So it looked cool, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. 
Uh, I was into it. I think it, it, I was surprised by it. I wasn't expecting to like it at all. Did, you said it looked like a little like Uncharted. It yeah. was very. Like, like, so Uncharted, Uncharted felt like a total throwback game where like a lot of static camera angles mm-hmm. and like something like your character would knock over a boulder and then you'd hear some dialogue and it'd all be like in game, kind of yeah, like yeah. a weird like you're watching a movie. Almost. I think I think Uncharted was probably a reference point for this game. Okay. It looks clearly pretty yeah, heavily, which is. Not bad. Not, no, bad not a bad thing. No. Could be cool. a very good thing. Yeah. We'll just have to see what they do with Lara. I think that's the key with that mm-hmm. one. So the game that I, I have a feeling is going to steal many hours of my life, uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. The gameplay looks phenomenal. Yeah. Like, You said you didn't play Oblivion, right? At all? I didn't play Oblivion, no. I did and got lost for like 12 hours and I stopped playing. I could, yeah, that's what happened to me. I couldn't play the game. Yeah. But, uh... Man, I, just from gameplay videos, this thing just looks like it. Well, a they're beast. saying they're saying fucking three hundred hours of gameplay, Jeez. which is a little intimidating. But I think that means if you did literally, which Oblivion, that Elder Scrolls is not about doing everything in the game. Yeah, you can, but yeah, you move but into even the game. Even at that if point. you if you don't like do all the side quests, which I always feel compelled to do. I yeah. don't know why, yeah. but yeah. um. You know, you're looking at over 100 hours a game. But, I mean, just setting and concept alone, it seems like so dragons reappear, and, like, essentially, which I think is not Oblivion, it's from the one before Oblivion where you killed the dragons, right? Uh, and anyways, uh, now, like, there's Dragonborn, which are, like, humans that are part dragon that yeah. have magical abilities, and cool. you can go off and fight these dragons, and you're supposed to try to take them out of the world again. And mm-hmm. it just, the story looks completely epic. The, the setting looks awesome. The... Mm-hmm graphics are phenomenal like I think they just it looks like they're taking their time on this one and just nailing it who's making this one? Uh, Bethesda straight Bethesda I think it's easy to it's probably better to conceptualize these games as like MMORPGs where you're the only person logged into the server that's pretty (laughs) much what it is (laughs) the thing that blew my mind that I instantly just kind of laughed myself is they said there's uh, 150 dungeons in the game all of which were hand Handmade, see that's drawn. that's respectable. Yeah. You know what I mean. 150 dungeons, and I instantly thought of poor Dragon Age two, which has like maybe six. Yeah, and you're just like, well, I, you just, I feel like you can't half-ass Elder Scrolls. Like no. at this point in time, no, if, really if somebody can't. half-asses Elder Scrolls, they're gonna get you yeah. know like shut down. Like, yeah. it's just one of those worlds that like has to be done at 100 percent and has to be massive and has to be good and well the thing because when oblivion came out it was like graphically one of the best games yeah. that was coming out it was a massive world that you could walk sounds like forever. a game you take notes for yeah like handwritten notes draw yeah. the maps as you traverse them it makes <laughs> me feel like the chance that i can play D when we're not going to sit down and play D. yeah mm-hmm. like that's what it looks like to me so yeah it looks really um like a lot of a lot of these big 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 rpgs aren't a lot of fun to play but this one it has just enough action, I think, mm-hmm. to make it really exciting. Like you can set the thing that really ma- like made me drool is you can actually assign weapons to each one of your hands that you activate with your bumpers. Mm-hmm. So you can have like a shield and a sword, or a sword and a sword, or you can go sp- one spell and another spell, left yeah. hand and right hand. And then you, if you double, if you click both at the same time, you can combine your spells ah. into new spells. And this so you say like sword and spell too. Yeah, you sword can like and power spell. Yourself. So you sword can build yourself any way you want. Yeah, it seems really, really super customizable. Let me ask an unfair question of this game, just because of the current climate of what is popular in RPGs right now. Is the game fully voiced? Or is there going to be like all the, I mean, all the cutaway videos have been voiced, but I don't know if the in-game stuff's voiced. And like I said, it's an unfair question because it's Elder Scrolls, but again, like Mass Effect is popular right I'd now. I'd be willing to bet that it's probably mostly voiced. I don't know if they're going to fully voice everything, but yeah. Yeah. see, I can't imagine they put this much time into it and don't voice it. Right, right. Uh, sorry, we're trying to fly through, but we're going to run out of time real quick. Batman Arkham City. 
Looks gorgeous. Cool, coolest thing I saw is they're saying for about fifteen percent of the game you play as Catwoman, mm-hmm. um, hmm. whereas you you have a all new move set, all new special abilities, all new stuff. So you're playing as Catwoman. Um, the story, obviously, uh, you don't know why you're playing as Catwoman. They yeah. won't tell you yet. But her gameplay looked phenomenal. Everything in the game just looks great. Um, cruising around the city. Because um, it's not open world, it's not like fully yeah, open that's world, okay. but it's like they'll open up like five blocks at a time. Yeah, um, which I don't really get, but I guess I think it's like old Assassin's Creed. The way it, the way it'll it'll just yeah. slowly expand as you're building out yeah. the game. Um, Did you hear about the marketing campaign that Kevin Klein posted? Is it up? The cassettes, the cassette tapes. I haven't heard one yet. But they, I listened to the one that he got. Oh, really? uh, they randomly posted 28, I think, cassettes around E3. At the end of the, like the very end of E3, yeah. they just place these cassettes around at different tables and stuff, and they're old, like actual real god cassettes. Yeah. And when you open them up, it'll say like the one that Kevin got from G4 said Catwoman, and he picked it up or Catwoman AKA um, Selena Kyle, and he put it in a tape. They went in and listened to it, and he actually put up a video online of what the tape is. And it's Doctor Hugo Strange doing sessions with Catwoman. Oh, and no supposedly way. there's just a bunch of these that got put out all over the place. They're going to probably start popping up on the internet That's left great. and right. Or some little kid threw them out. Or, so, no, I don't or, even know or what when this it's going to turn up on eBay. I'm not going to play this for you unless you buy it. Yeah. yeah, crazy though, you know. That's pretty cool. It's a great viral. But yeah, I mean, actually, what I was most impressed with this is it looks like that the video we saw from before, which wasn't in game isn't that far off from what they've nailed on in-game. I mean, the in-game stuff looked pretty... It, it looks great. Pretty awesome. And w- so. while the first Batman wasn't my favorite game by any means, um, I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I think they kind of addressed a lot of the issues that I had with the first game um, in this game. So. It was pretty much a hit for me other than the Metroid style, like, you need a weapon to That was one of my biggest qualms, definitely. So if that... I mean, if that's out, everything else is in, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm in... A game I was not expecting, but I'm actually really excited about, Hitman Absolution. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they were making another Hitman. I, I thought they kind of fell by the wayside after that awful movie that got made. Yeah, I um, actually have never played a Hitman game. Oh, so good. See, I think you're the Hitman guy. Hitman not... 2 was awesome. Really? They are awesome. Really? And the Hitman contract, or what was it? Contract Killer Hitman? I played the one that started out with you having to go to the mansion. I was... 2? I think that was two. I didn't play one. There's only been three, right? There's Hitman yeah. 1, Hitman 2, and then Hitman Contract Killer yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I played those two, and uh, they both were just... I mean, just... They're, like, right in my wheelhouse of, yeah. like, sit in a corner for an hour and a half and then jump out and garrote somebody, See, you know? Like, yeah. This is why I asked the question about Tomb Raider and who was making it, or that's why I talked about it, because it's, like... I, I, I'm afraid, and this is not a hit to Hitman, but I'm afraid that IDOS has, like... A little too much, like... In the game for it. Uh, no, a little too much, like, homogeny. It's like, well, what's Hitman about? Oh, well, you sneak around and you kill people. And it's like, well, what is Thief about? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, you sneak around and you kill people. And you're like, yeah. well, what was Deuce X about? And you're like, well, you're supposed to kind of, like, sneak around and kill people. Like, it's <laughs> I like think, stuff, I think you know? it's kind of the logical progression from Thief, though. Like, Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like, like Idos clearly has something yeah, you know, yeah. that they know how to do. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, not much was announced by it. The only video they released was not gameplay video it was the just the trailer was pretty it, it was an awesome nudity trailer. it had nudity in it, didn't no it? no it just 
hinted, no. hinted at nudity. It was a woman in a shower with an inch shower. Did, did he cap her at the end? They didn't show it. Oh, okay. Cuts, right? He, so he, like, they show him walking into this house and just, like, taking out, like, 12 guards silently. Yeah. And then he opens the bathroom door and there's a woman showering in which you've been getting cutaways of the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he pulls out his gun and she, like, she's she wiping realizes, the fog away. She goes oh. to wipe the fog away and then it cuts to the oh, hitman. Okay. I didn't know if my video had just cut out or not. I was extra. like, what happens? The game definitely creates excellent tension. Like, the yeah, I mean, game, so it's. Cool. Honestly, if it's one of those, like, if you're ever on, like, good old games or Steam runs a sale, yeah. totally worth playing. Like, yeah. especially Hitman 2, which is. It's one of those really games good. where, like, you could easily run into the house and kill everybody, yeah. but you would be mad at yourself and you'd want to do it again, like, trying to, like, not, not be seen. alert everyone. That's yeah. cool. Let's hold off on this one. So, Legend, Legend of Zelda: Skyward Swords next. I heard it's got Wii Motion Plus. It does. So that's what the first one should have had. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, I mean, are you excited Zelda game? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. all in my opinion, like all the Zelda games are, are fun to play. So, um, well, I mean, it's like it's like we've said before a million times in this podcast, which is Nintendo does not put out crap yeah. main titles like. They don't take their main characters and put them in a crappy title. Very rarely mm. does it happen. Yeah. Um, so. Here's where yeah. Zelda jumped the oh, shark for me. This is what else Nintendo announced. Uh, new um, Luigi's on a mansion. Oh, for the 3DS. Yeah. That's Paper Mario, too. 3DS. Paper Mario, yeah. That's way overdue for that. Like yeah. These are the kinds of things that need to be on it. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, yeah. Skyward Sword. So yeah, um, where Nintendo and Zelda sort of jumped the shark for me was uh, Wind Waker. Walker, oh, really? Wind Waker Walker. Um, yeah. I remember yeah. being really excited because I had my Nintendo DS uh-huh. and I plugged it in and I could play as Tingle. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop That's playing that I, part out. I think I was like at that time, I don't know, in my early 20s. Yeah. And I was like playing with like a, like Tingle who was like a Barney character who, like, peed and, like, danced around He'd be like, hey, there's something yeah, over here! Yeah, he'd, like, what you... giggle at me, and I was just like, I honestly, I don't know what it was. I loved Zelda a lot, and I think I had played almost all the Zelda games, and then Wind Waker. I wonder if that was something that would have maybe been under... Like, that character is something that people in Japan understood for some reason or another. Yeah. <laughs> when that character comes to America, we look at him and we're like... Hey, just so you know, like this doesn't play the way you think yeah, it does. Yeah, over I just here. remember it was such a cool idea to, and it was really a precursor yeah. to the Wii U, being able to use the right. DS and one person be able to play the DS and like do things as Tinkle. I think you could like shoot bombs and like call up items yeah. and help you like navigate yeah, the water. Yeah, I, I barely remember it, but um, but level of excitement here. I mean, I mean, like unfortunately, it yeah, it is another Zelda game. There already has been a Zelda game on this console, so. Pretty much like when you but get this to, one's got the sword control, right? Yeah, but I mean, like when you Which get to the poorly demonstrated last get, year, but when you get to the second game, like of something on the same console, it's like, well, it's more of the same, and like I liked yeah. it, so I'll get it. Like, yeah. all right, like you're not as excited for Mario Galaxy Two as you were for the first one, so right. same kind of idea. Okay, Ash, you're not excited at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a Wii, so I'm I'm not excited. Do you still does Zelda still hold that, or did that did that that experience with the DS just blow it out for you? I think. Zelda is more of a nostalgia type thing for me because I remember literally being in elementary school and having my gold cartridge mm-hmm. yeah. and every single guy in my class which there were only 12 of us but we were all playing Zelda pretty much at the same time and it was um, 
really cool because it was that game as a little kid. That's a hardcore yeah. game, like learning yeah, those maps and yeah. learning like where everything was. That was a you know a big deal. So that I'll always have respect for the game. Um, and of course, Miyamoto is awesome. You know, he's a he's a genius. But I I don't know. I I, I don't. Running around in a green tunic for me. Uh, I still get really cool. excited about the Super Nintendo one. Yeah? Yeah, because that's... Like, having the two worlds that required you to, like, go somewhere in one world and then flip back to the other one, like, to the I light side. That. Yeah, it, that. It had the light side and, like, the... Like, sort of the trashed side. Yeah, I remember that. And you had to try... Like, they were both similar, but certain geographical features were different. So, like, in order to get to certain places in one world, you had to travel through the other world and then warp in between the two. Hmm. And there were dungeons in both, and like things were different on both sides. It was like a really. I remember. I never played it, but I remember watching you play it. Yeah, it was a good game mechanic. I still love that game. Uh, Uncharted three. Who has played one and two? I played one. You played one. Have you played one and I two? Played two, not one. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, combined, you guys should be relatively excited about three. No, I, <laughs> you know, actually, I just re-rented two from GameFly because I'm gonna play through it again. Why not play through one? <laughs> Yeah, pretty good question. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, I played through. I, I want. I just rented it on a kind of on a whim on yeah. the fly, but I should play through one. That's a really genius idea. Because yeah. one, I mean, to me, like, like, you know, I'm biased. So like, in two, they added multiplayer, and I was like, oh, here we go. But in one, there was no multiplayer, so it was really like, like I said, a classic adventure game with a lot of like static camera angles or like yeah. when the character runs the camera just kind of goes like this until you get to yeah. a certain place. And I was like, this is like old school PC games, yeah, kinda, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a... It's a weird, kind of wonky single-player campaign where the gunplay is, like, not great, but you don't... It doesn't really matter because yeah. that's not really what it's all about. Yeah. You know? The one tech thing that I saw that they had the guys on game trailers and they talked about it that was actually... If you know computer graphics at all, you're like, holy shit, they put this in a game, is that the water is 100% fluid dynamics now. So, like, cool. all of the water in the game is no longer, like... Because water before yeah. is actually not very interactive. You people yeah. probably don't really notice it very much, but, like, you might step in it and you would see a splash, but that's not actually a splash. They just programmed yeah. it to Go animate sh- that yeah. when you step in it, you know? Yeah. And now what they're saying is water is actually a real thing in that's the crazy. game. So when you're jumping in and stuff's going like this, and they actually were showing off a level where they were on a boat, and the, they were, like, down in part of a boat, and the boat started, like, flooding. And the water was just, like, filling up the room, and he was like, trying to swim to the top to breathe and then get in and under. And it looked like... It looked really good. That's so. the appeal of Uncharted, is that the game is beautiful to look at. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's really... It really is an adventure game. It like, is. Yeah. Yeah, the, the characters, and that's why I decided I was going to play through two again. They're just so well acted, so well done. They didn't, like, they didn't seem to announce too much story for three they just kind of said it was like hey it's gonna be another one well from from what i do know is there he's in search of something called the atlantis of the sands mm-hmm. basically this old lost city that has been buried um underneath the sands in, in egypt i believe and there's some lost artifact that kind of ties yeah. back to the other two games so it's just you know another Indiana be awesome. Jones sounds good yeah i'm down uh, battlefield three i have to say that i have avoided battlefield three since PAX. I know I didn't get to see it at PAX, so I kind of like, not for on purpose, I just haven't seen, I didn't go back and watch the videos or yeah. anything. So Battlefield 3, this was the first time I saw both in-game and uh, the cutaway footage that they did. Holy fucking shit. I have never <laughs> seen a video game. It doesn't even look like a video game anymore. No, it's like it we, we have reached somehow with an Xbox 360, which has been out for four years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. 
they have done something with it that, like, Frostbite 2 engine is... Because, put it this way, uh, Microsoft opened their conference with, with Modern Warfare 3, which honestly looked like Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. I didn't really give a shit about it. I didn't give a shit about Modern Warfare 2. I'm sure people who love the game are very excited about it. It just didn't matter to me. Yeah. And watching it didn't make me any more excited. It, Battlefield 3... I, like... I will probably actually be playing a war game with you guys yes. this time. Yes. Like, holy shit. Yes. Strap it in. They showed tank battles, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Holy Unreal. fuck. Unreal. <laughs> Re- so- very real, yeah, actually. No, it like, looks unbelievable. Oh, my God. Just, there must be some mad genius. I over don't know how they created the, those this. Those dice guys with the frostbite engine. The, like, well, here's dude. the deal with dice. They're their own studio. They make their own engine. They've been doing this shit forever yeah. now. Yeah. And this is it. This is what they work on. This is what they're passionate about. This is what they love. This is what Modern Warfare fucking ripped off. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah totally. was in the dice style of combat. And now I think, I mean, no offense to, to the guys that are working on um, Modern Warfare 3, but like Matt said, it is very much Modern Warfare 2 with very little innovation. Yeah. Um, I honestly could not have... If you showed me comparison footage between two and three, I would be able to tell you. Which I would be which. able to tell which was which. Um, most of the major um, journalists that covered E3 are saying that this Battlefield Three is the, the best shooter of the show by far. Um, it, I'd hope. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it is definitely a new level. It's incredibly it, realistic. I mean, looks, they showed. I think they. I saw this like opening scene that they were playing, and I was like. Oh, this is obviously not in game. Yeah, and then it was very clearly in game, and I was like, "How the fuck are they doing that?" It's just—it's unbelievable. The lighting mm-hmm. and the and the setting, the the field that they're running through, like the desert area, everything yeah. looked like you were just sitting. Like it was just real. Like they just pulled footage in yeah. on high def, and we're like, "Hey, here's a real yeah. footage of a tank shooting another tank in high def," and you're like. Yeah. It's like oh, it made it was, you wonder if like Bad Company and like maybe some of the stuff they did for Metal Honor multiplayer was just like we're just getting ready for the next one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were Trying just like we're working on Frostbite too, so here's yeah. some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. just fuck this out for and you while we we'll build a crazy blast. Oh so yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna test some shit out, maybe see like level progression and things like that, how we want to do our multiplayer, mm-hmm. and then now you know Battlefield Three. Yeah, I'm admittedly biased, anyways. Like, I like squad based yeah. combat yeah. where the the character classes are are different, but not unlimited different. And, and I would prefer that. Like when I played Battlefield Two on the PC, like I enjoyed that enough. My PC mm. just sucked at playing it. And like when I played Modern Warfare, Warfare, I liked the single player. And when I got in multiplayer, I hated it, man. I was like, this is not what that kind of thing I want to be doing. And Battlefield just feels like more fun. Yeah. I get excited when I hear the music, when it's like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, here we yeah. go. You yeah. know? Oh, that music is great. So finally, yeah. the the beast for us in this, this whole entertainment expo, uh, there was actually tons of Mass Effect 3 announcements mm. for the game. Yes. And we're going to try and not talk too much about it, because Scott doesn't want to ruin it. No, we won't, I won't do any spoilers. I mean, not that we learned too many spoilers. Yeah, yeah. There's a few things that you kind of saw that you were like, oh, like, uh, yeah. they kept replaying one scene with Morden over and over again, and yeah. after a while, I started noticing stuff in it. I was like, I have to stop watching yeah. this. Like, because yeah. I was, like, getting story out of it. I was like, I don't, I don't yeah, want to know yeah. story yet. Yeah. But, um, uh, probably the biggest piece of possibly important to you knowledge is Connect Enabled. See, that's awesome. 
voice commands. But yeah. how? But how we like probably episode fifteen said this would be a great effing idea just to incorporate in a lot of shooters mm-hmm. uh, squad control. So you'll actually use your your reticle or your reticle. How do you say that word? I don't know. Reticle. Reticle. Rectum cool. Rectum cool is a different. You use your rectum cool. And I, think, you, I think it's cataclysm. <laughs> it's cataclysm. <laughs> and you, you point to an area on the screen, and then you can simply say, Liara, move up, and Liara will move up. Okay. Or Liara, you know... Uh, singularity. Singularity, which is the one he did, and, yeah. and it happened. And I was like, yeah. that just happened. Yeah, <laughs> without any lag, so it looks like it works very, very, very uh, smoothly. So and here's the question that came up um, to me, and the only answer I had was that I think the Kinect is doing more tech on it, which is, why not just do this with a microphone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the Kinect mm-hmm. is handling right. some of that tech that needs to happen, because their voice recognition stuff on the Kinect is better than anything right. that... They tried to do voice recognition on the microphone, yeah. and it was, all, it was awful. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Yeah. So, did, they, did they say you could activate your own powers by... Uh, I don't no, think they I guess you're only controlling. But you're going to have all the quick yeah. buttons. Yeah. And then the other thing is in conversation, which was admittedly a little weird, but like you could say, like, no, I don't think I like that. Yeah. And then it would play out that decision point. Mm-hmm. And the only thing is, like, some people were like, well, it's weird to say something and then not have that thing be like, so, part yeah, of the I didn't set. like that. That was a little too But that's the way it is. Oh. That's the way it was, too. Like, you would choose something that was very gray, and then he would say something that else, was yeah. else that made more sense with I that. I still didn't understand it, it'd be quicker to actually hit the button yeah, than to speak it. I think it's more just like, hey, check it out. I feel like they were like, we did this for combat, so. It's available. Yeah, <laughs> like, really well. If you really feel like talking to your TV all fucking night, like, yeah. yes, I think that's a great yeah. idea. I don't think that's a one. Yeah. I was like, what? But I think for combat, like, if you can conceptualize, like, any team-based activity, like, being able just to be, like, get down yeah. or, like, yeah. run for cover. Like, if you're, like, fall back and everyone just comes with you. Yeah. Like, and, and you don't have to do that. Like, yeah, you could push the button, but, like, it'd be fun more yeah. fun just oh, no, to be like let's is. get out of here and everyone like yeah. I mean the uh, that's a step towards that I don't know that the graphics look like a huge jump above two they look good mm-hmm. you know everything looked good um, is everything uh, yellow on orange still yes <laughs> unfortunately they chose the same exact color scheme <laughs> yeah. where everything in the world is orange and red and then they put orange text on top of it so that when somebody has a slightly older TV I'm actually it is near impossible I'm actually to surprised that. that like if Mass Effect was blue and then like this one was red and orange that they didn't go with a, another color scheme. Actually, I didn't thing. even notice what the all the text like. was red and orange. Was and stuff. it? Yeah. Was it? A lot of the background. It, it, I don't want. It, it looked good. It, like yeah. it looks better in, in yeah. terms of gameplay. Um, and it's definitely not spoilers, yeah. but um, they increased how Shepard moves exponentially. So yeah. you can, like, hug cover now and do SWAT turns from cover Oh, my God, cover. like that... You can, like... <laughs> the character is so immobile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, everything, uh, they showed a lot of the new melee takedowns and things like that, so if you get in like, close proximity, you actually, you're... Um, what the, what's the damn thing called on your arm? Oh, they made... Oh, that's a new thing. Your, yeah, that's a brand new thing your, they announced. Your Omni yeah. tool? Your Omni tool has a switchblade on it. Yeah. Weird. Like well, an actually, Omni, like yeah, an it Omni pretty switchblade? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, like a holographic, solid holographic. That's well, cool. I mean, like, if you're gonna, like... Because they, they had Melee in Mass Effect 2, and, and it awesome. wasn't good mm-hmm. anyway, so if you're gonna make I, it a combat... I feel combat. like they're embracing the idea of run and gun in the game. Like, whether you liked it or not in 2, I know yeah. some people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're finally, instead of just, like... 
tiptoeing into it. They're just like, look, it's a run and gun game with an awesome story, and like, if you're gonna do you it, know, you might as well do yeah. it. You know? Well, they're saying that each, um, and this isn't a spoiler either, but they're saying each class is gonna have a specific uh, melee move set. Yeah. So, like, let's say you play as uh, an adept. Um, you're gonna have a psionic blade, but that's really just that's awesome for that's really like, just like pizzazz, though, right? I probably, mean, like, yeah, yeah. Every melee hit is a melee hit unless they decide it does different amounts of damage or something. Well, and it might, for oh, instance, yeah. like you know, the infiltrator class, you might have be able to do like a stealth takedown. Now, yeah, finally. yeah. Finally, I mean, infiltrator was fun and dandy and all, but like I still you think you could barely infiltrate shit with it. I know? still yeah. think the the vanguard's ability, like, like weighing the negatives against what it actually does like really needs they really need to throw a little more at that oh yeah, yeah totally agree like to expose yourself to to hit an em- enemy that nine times out of ten doesn't die like, oh yeah that's that's pretty brutal yeah, yeah. So. suicide but uh mass yeah. effect 3 looking really and, good and the day after or maybe like later that day amazon announced pre-orders for the collector's edition are available now yes too. yeah so and we can go ahead and talk about that the n7 collector's edition so yeah kind of look pretty awesome i mean it's like full of goodness yeah but i mean it's like metal tin case so it doesn't look like there's like more than what's in the box so yeah but it was like a the full colored book again Mm -hmm. right um you get a patch you get a patch and lithograph lithograph in the but in the box it's not going to be very big the lithograph is small yeah, I mean, because they, they, they included one, one with... six or something. They yeah. included one with uh, Dead Space 2, and it was really just like a postcard. Yeah. So, still, you know. Oh, I'm going to get it. I'm just get saying. It. Oh, like, but it comes I'll look at your guys' in, collector's editions. In-game editions. weapons... You get your N7 weapon set. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, you yeah. get armor sets for your companions. Sounds good. And you get a fucking robot dog. There you go. That's the that's the thing that sold yeah. me. <laughs> robot See, dog. The, the dog... No, I'm dead serious. The little dogs <laughs> that used to run and explode... In what? Mass Effect 2? You know the little dogs they have like the big oh, yeah, eyeball. Yeah, yeah. The big eyeballs on. I don't remember. The big round flat heads with the laser eyes. And they go, oh, oh, oh. And run straight at you and then just explode. I need to go back and look at yeah. that. Yeah, they, you can get one of those. Ridiculous. So this best RPG, is this a compiled list of what you think everybody voted? Uh, no... Yeah, this is just from a few different sites. Um, I don't and... think any surprises. Mass Effect 3, Elder Scrolls 5. Now, Kingdoms of Amular, we saw a preview of it PAX, didn't mm-hmm. we? This was uh, the one that Todd McFarlane did all the designs for, yeah. which is supposed to be... A lot of people are saying this is going to be the sleeper hit. Yeah, and that's cool. It just looks really generic to me it does. right now. It really doesn't look like it has anything that pops up. It, I, if you showed me that and you were like, this is Dragon Age 3, I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like It kind of like it feels the same kind of story. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Old Republic, you know, big whoop. Uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution... Which got some more video footage released and looks Looking pretty good, really man. Really good. They're, I think good. they're admitted, admittedly splintering that game for console and, and PC as well. They're going to really? include things because they're they're basically it's really going to be at heart a PC game that is going to have more depth to it, quote unquote, hmm. than the console one will. Yeah. In terms of like the HUD, I'm I'm assuming, and like maybe what you can do. There like, is a big uproar right now because they did already release the fact that Battlefield's going to have. Different gun sets for every different version that you get. It's brutal. I mean, whatever. Like, we're all collectors, man. People want it all. Uh, Uh, Do you lightning round with this stuff? Yeah, I mean, is there... I guess just, if you want to stop on one, just, you know... Uh, We talked about Bioshock. Duke Nukem Forever is real. We actually saw pictures of the box with the game inside of it. It's an actual thing now. It's coming out. Uh, Darkness 2. Real quick, I know you guys don't play a lot of sports games, but... 
from all the stuff I've heard about NBA I know. 2K, aren't you at least interested to see what this game looks like? It looks ridiculous. Everybody said, like, everyone said 11 was just retarded good. Yeah. Like, just in terms of, like, animation and, like, the look. I know, feel like I need to know more rules about basketball to really gain anything from it. Yeah. But I'm really interested in Michael Phelps' Push the Limit. What? I hope that's a connect game. <laughs> Alright, let's see if there's anything else. coffee in... table and, and do the crawl. <laughs> yeah. Is Backbreaker the same Backbreaker? They're making another one? Yeah, I have no idea. Alright. Uh, Is that the foot... Isn't that oh. the football? No, it's Really not. quick. Oh, uh, the other announcement. Activision is putting out X-Men Destiny, and I don't know if you guys have seen this at all. Did we, talk we talked about, about this? it in the first, about, first or second podcast ever. About being able to create your own yeah. uh, character? and they actually have in-game footage, and it looks really cool. It Does looks it? like uh, you build your mutant, and you go through uh, an RPG, um, and uh, it looks like a lot of fun. You That's don't actually rad. play as It's soon, X-Men. isn't it? Yeah, I think it's this year. Yeah, um, you don't play as any of the traditional X Men, but you play as your own created um, student at Xavier's school. That's cool. Um, and it has, you know, maybe RPG it'll be, elements. Maybe and, it'll be your uh, uh, was it bully, bully mutant edition? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like now that you hear this idea, don't you think that an X Men RPG was long overdue? Anyways, they like, have tried to pull off superhero RPGs so many times now, and they just don't work. Yeah. I mean, whether it's like what this is doing, or even just like a party base, like, hey, here's 20 X Men, you can take four yeah. of them in a battle. Yeah. That game seems like it writes itself. You yeah. Know, but maybe it doesn't. For real. Uh, Prey Two saw some good footage on that one. That looked I'm pretty still cool. confused about this because like I don't know the ending of Prey One. So well, I mean, well, you can ruin all you need to know about. Prey 1 is that the things that people thought were interesting were like, oh, there were portals, I think maybe around the same time that Portal Portal came out. out, And then they did like, not only did they do portals, but they did things where it's like, you'd go through like a portal in a big world and then you'd be in like a miniature world, like Mm. smaller with like the giant creatures like looking at the case you just walked into, quote unquote. Mm. And then like, so you'd be like, and then they'd follow you through the portal and you'd be on this like miniature planet. Then you'd come back out somewhere else and it was like gravity changes and stuff like that and then in this game they're like yeah we're not doing any of that like it's just like it's just like a a shooter now and i'm like oh okay and all of a sudden like it's like it looks like blade runner where i see the guy like running through the city trying to apprehend somebody and i was like that's pretty one was like native american yeah you know like i I thought that looked cool though i don't know we'll see i had no i had no time pretty one though so and and i don't know how the story's tied together and that that's pretty much where it ends like interesting yeah Rage, we've kind of talked, we about, talked about that. I don't think anything new came out about it. Not really. Gameplay footage looks fun, though. I mean, I think it, it's growing on me. I wasn't <clears throat> too into it, but... Um, uh, I'm scrolling, so if you... I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm at Dead Island, anybody? I'm scrolling as well. Anybody into the de- Dead Island? No. I still don't know what this is. I keep it's hearing about it. I saw the gameplay game. footage. Uh, it looks like it like, could be fun, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for SSX, but I'm just a long time. Player. I'm excited that they dropped the bullshit grittiness that they had from uh, when we watched the video game. I'm awards. guessing that a lot of people felt the way I did, where it's like, oh, why it are you was like a total uproar. Deadly descent, like it's, people... it's back to like SSX and just. Fun. I want to see like explosions and fireworks and like yeah. I want to do. Oh, they're not doing like the Euro No, they team dropped it. They dropped anymore? all that stuff. It's it's just like. Fun snowboarding game because that, <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. despite the VGA, it's so out of, out of place though. Out of I, place. I think there was like a total backlash on that, and I think they smartly were like, maybe we should that pull that out of there. That is not what that game is about at all. Uh, Maddens are going to be connect enabled, right? They I do have that. to talk about the Disney universe. Yeah, um, go to it. Just I, I don't have a child, 
But I think that oh, the is that the connect yeah, thing? Yeah, man, that looked pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. You with your connect, you go to a Disney theme park. It's called Disney Universe, and you can go on Scott all the rides. Scott play this actually now that I you think about it. You can go on it. all the rides. You can interact with the characters. There's like a bunch of mini games. A bunch of mini games. Like I can just carve out the Epcot part of like that mini game games like, where you like fly through like with Peter Pan. You're yeah. collecting things. So it's like, like if you went on the rides, but like the rides like you actually. Oh. Go. So you don't like it sit through really, Small World and like. But it looked you know. completely connect enabled, so they showed like kids like jumping and flying around, yeah. and it, it looked cool. really. Cool. I'll tell you what, I saw that there was going to be like a some kind of Muppet or Sesame Street for kids, and I'm like, this you know is brilliant. You know who's making that though, right? Who? Double fun. Double fine. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like who cares? Like yeah. it's a kids game. I'll buy it. it looks great. It'll be ridiculous. Speaking of Double Fine, I finally saw uh, more gameplay footage of Trenched. Oh yeah! Holy great. shit, that looks awesome. Trench looks awesome. I think it's in a couple weeks it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Well, Trench looks really that, good. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I'm only on the yeah. G's, by the way. So Fruit, Fruit Ninja Connect. That I see that in our list. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> so I can just do like this in front of Fruit Ninja Connect. Yeah. So I'm just gonna slice on my TV. Yeah, right. sure. That's pretty much all that game is. Dance Central to two player. Yeah, all, I the, think, all the ladies are excited yeah, about that. Yeah, I. It's a crowd pleaser. Finally, a new Blood Rain. Hey, I do have a, I do have a serious one to talk about. Like, did you guys see anything about this Fable: The Journey? I did. Yeah, I did. What What is this? This is obviously not a Fable game, right? No, it's it like, is. But it's not Fable Four. No, no it's, it's something else. I mean, it's it's Molyneux endorsed. But I mean, is this just like, hey, we made a Fable game for the Connect? Well, it's okay. Part of it is connect enabled, and then mm-hmm. there are parts that are like, uh, I guess, not connect sure. parts. But um, they're saying that like it's pretty much I don't want to say a collection of mini games, but part of it's like you drive a cart, and part of it's like you cast spells. Okay, see, that's hands. what I thought. Okay, so, yeah. see, it's a bunch. Of so it's not. It's not a like a. It's not Fable Four. The only problem I'm having with the connect still, and I've heard that this is beatable. I just haven't seen anybody beat it yet. Is there is still that delay of like, why can't anybody just say like that's your hand moving? We yeah. recognized it. We fired a spell. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, and they're like, Star why? Wars demo was the worst. That Star Wars demo looks super slow. It did, but it's still it's what everybody wants. It's I will play it. That's what it's like. Everybody's whining about it. They're like, oh, the Star Wars demo looks stupid, and I'm like. You have been complaining about not having a fucking lightsaber game since motion controlling. I think existed. I said on the first podcast that if you not just you took a, personally, yeah, a box on the shelf and it said Star Wars Connect and Magic Marker, I would buy it. But that's <laughs> the thing is like that's what everybody wants. What did they expect the game to be? I think like I feel like the problem with Star Wars is everybody wants it to be this thing that it will not be. Yeah, like everybody needs it to be like it's going to be the most badass. I'm gonna wear a hood and a real lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna really slice people. And it's like no, you're gonna look like a moron swinging your hand around. In yeah. front of a screen, and you're going to be on rails because Kinect can't do anything not on rails yet. <laughs> and like, it's just like uh, I just don't get it. I don't know why some people are so angry I think, about I it. I think my concern is what your general Kinect concern is: is that I want it to react faster than yeah. like, the demo. Somebody needs to figure out how to fix that. Shit. You know, so that like when I'm when I'm slicing with one hand and I go like this. I feel yeah, like, like when we watched the demo of that Metal Gear game, though, that's what that was. Mm. It was like this, and the guy was moving already. Like yeah. maybe that was a fake demo, but you know what I mean. Like who knows? Uh, I will say the one interesting Connect thing that did come up was Forza Four with the head tracking in-game head tracking from Connect. What is that? So you're going to be driving your, and they released a mm. peripheral, a wheel peripheral mm. with buttons on it to drive in the Connect games. 
So, like, you're driving, and as you're driving, if you, like, turn and look, you're Shut actually going to head track in the game on the car. So, like, if you look to your right, you'll it'll, like, pan the camera over slightly in the right so you can see where you're going when you're driving. Oh, to help you, like, to help you awesome. anticipate your turns. Yeah, so you're, like, looking straight on, you've got your view, but you actually have... Probably, it's not full, but you probably have about 20 degrees in either direction. Yeah. You can turn Just your so, head. like, if you kind of look to the side, you can get... You'll actually way. get it to look to the side. That's clever. Yeah. See, that's a good use of, like, this technology. Yeah, so they're doing some... Forza, Forza stuff seemed like the least intrusive connect, like, enabling. Like, it was like, oh, we're going to make it so that things work the way they kind of should. Yeah. And if you've yeah. ever watched, like, uh, should I say, like, maybe not experienced game players play a racing game, like, everyone has a tendency to, like lean or you take the controller and you do like this when you want to like yeah no like mario people mario brothers would do that with the Mm. controller like that's the kind of stuff you need to capitalize on i think uh connect disneyland adventures is what i was thinking of Uh, not disney university or universe whatever connect disneyland adventures is the connect game with all the mini games that you Mm. can go through the park and all that because that was a microsoft exclusive the other thing was everybody at this point i I really just want to play another connect game that is somewhat engaging because i just want to I want to use my Connect. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, that's the problem. Connect Star Wars, you know, complaints are... I, I understand the complaints. I just... I get mad when I hear people whine about Star Wars stuff because I feel like they want things that can't be attained. Like, yeah. like... Everybody wants the Force, but we're yeah, just not like, going to get yeah. it. <laughs> In a real lightsaber. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And then uh, they announced an exclusive called Rise, which... Uh, I don't remember who's... Is it Microsoft, it's Microsoft Game Studios or no? I don't think it was. Uh, it was somebody else. Making a rise, but it rise looks, actually looks cool. It looks I like cool. It. I just feel like we're stuck in a rut of that genre of games right now, of this like medieval fantasy. Yeah. It, it's uh, Rise is about the fall of Rome, and you play as a Roman soldier. Oh, I'm thinking of something else then. Sorry. No, that did look really good. Yeah, and you actually yeah. you use the Kinect controls to be your sword and shield. Yeah, um, so it looks cool. So you do mm. battles, and they actually showed a guy doing like a kicking motion. That's cool. Kick the dude in the old house. Yeah. Like, how many TVs are going to get exploded? exploded. Yeah. <laughs> My shoe flew off. Booms. Yeah. Kick your flat screen. Like a mule kick it. Uh, we already talked about the Halos. Minecraft we won't get into. Um... I'm down over to uh, THQ with uh, Red Faction Armageddon, which is out now. And I, I played the demo, and I really want to play I, the game. I may pick Red Faction up actually I'm, today I think I'm tomorrow. tuned in, yeah. Ash, you want to talk about Aliens Colonial Marines at all? Yeah. On the side, we wrote an article there, if you want to mention Yeah, I, I just touched on it briefly, but Colonial Marines is coming out for all the systems, including Wii U, and um, it looks to be the spiritual successor to, to Aliens, because a lot of the guys um, from Gearbox that made the game, are um, or are in the process of making a game, are, are big Aliens fans, and like myself, they got kind of upset with it, I'm not going to spoil it from you, but the transition from sure. Alien 2 to Alien 3... I heard it was not so great. It's not so great in that they just kind of throw everything. Everything that you worked so hard for to accomplish in mm-hmm. Alien 2, everything that Ripley fights for, is just kind of erased in Alien 3. And so they kind of went and said, well, what would happen um, if there wasn't another Alien movie, but from another perspective? So it's a not like a retelling, and Ripley's not really in this game mm-hmm. at all, but um, it is all about the Marines, the Colonial Marines, going back to... Um, going back to the colony and seeing what happened to the original set of Marines. And it's from Gearbox. It's from Gearbox. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, it should be good. I'm thinking so. I, good. I propose that we save maybe things like the Halo and the Assassin's Creed for... Oh, they'll get their own time. I mean, they're so saying. far off right yeah. now that we don't have real information about half this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 looked really good. Yeah, Warhammer looks good. 
Is this the game Sesame Street Once Upon a Monster? That, yep. Yes. That Double Fine is making. Double Fine. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like you could just kind of have to get it. Yeah. It's Double oh, Fine for real, totally. Yeah. And if you got a kid, you have to get it. Yeah. Or uh, a wife. Assassin's It'll Creed, you know, looked really good. They put new new footage out for that, or put footage out for that. They supposedly released new stuff for War in the North too. That game we played at PAX. That's yeah. a lot more polished. I didn't see it, but. I'll pick that up. Lord of fun. the Rings. Yeah, that was fun. It's a game I still hold that I think you're going to enjoy a lot. What's that? The Lord of the Rings, Lord of War of the North. That was the one that we played, uh, like a early, early What kind of game is that? Is that like the Four Gauntlet style you mm-hmm. said? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. So yeah, that's that's E3. I think we kind of ran through everything. Lightning Round. I mean, there's a lot more games, but we'll touch on those yeah, as they yeah. come closer I mean, to release. And... When that stuff comes out, we're going to talk much more in depth about it. Yeah. So. But it was good. I feel like I had fun watching the E3 stuff this year. Um, I think Nintendo wins most confusing press conference. Yeah. Microsoft wins most boring. Where's that vitality sensor, guys? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you guys want to take a minute and get into reviews? Sure. sure. Probably about all we got time permitting left for is going to be yeah. a somewhat long one. But Okay. With some reviews. Reviews of things that we did this week. What did you guys do this week? We went and saw Super 8 on release night. That sounds awesome. We did. Uh, seeing it on release night's okay. Yeah, was it in like a bathhouse or something? <laughs> no, no, it actually wasn't that busy. Just There was a row of kids in front okay, of us. Okay, the row in front of us, they were guys that were probably maybe a few years younger than us. Uh, oh, they were they, in their early 20s. You think so? Yeah, yeah. They acted, though, like they were probably 15. 12. Yeah. 12 years old. Like punching each other? Yeah, me like, like laughing yeah. at pointless yeah. things, just being loud. It, it wow. just was like one of those. I mean, yeah. they weren't suit. It wasn't really bad. Like, yeah, that's unfortunate. They, when the movie was really rolling, they weren't. They weren't like really obnoxious yeah. or anything. I, I mm-hmm. probably would have yelled. But they were. They were. Uh, they were just a little, a yeah. little annoying, especially early. We were there about 20 minutes before the week. We caught the 20. Oh yeah. And they were a little annoying. You could watch 20. The 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, Super 8, J.J. Abrams, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. written and directed by J.J. Abrams, kind of executive produced and guided by Steven Spielberg. He just kind of hung out and did his Gandalf thing. From what I gather, it's pretty much what happened. He just hangs out and throws money and Gandalf stuff. A uh, movie that follows the story of about five kids making a movie on their Super 8 cameras who accidentally happen upon a train wreck. A very loud train wreck that happens in front of you, and uh, that seems wow. ridiculous. And then uh, uh, hijinks ensue. Sure, yeah. I do have to say, we we caught. I don't know if you realize this. We caught the digital version, mm-hmm. and it looked glorious. Oh yeah, like, it looked it beautiful, phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's probably the first time I've seen or known that I've seen a digital projector movie, and it looked great. I don't know if we talked about this, but I've kind of been thinking that our this generation doesn't have like a Goonies or like uh like a you know like a like a 
Like a Bill and Ted. You mean like, like, like a, it was like just at the... Because we did. I mean, E.T. and the Goonies were all 80s. But I'm because. saying like, I'm not saying our generation. I'm saying like... Oh, the, the current generation. Like, oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, there's agree. not like that kind of like adventure movie, which is like a little edgy, which is like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that as well. I don't think this is that, though. And, oh, okay. Like, I, I don't know if I liked it as much as Matt. I like Super 8. Oh, interesting. Um, I, I know. I held off on talking about it with you. I'm ah, waiting. I, I, I yeah. surprised you. You but, guys um, did that thing where you like, tried not we to walked, say We walked out of the theater, and I said, are we going to review this on Saturday? And Ash said, yeah, sure we can. I said, all right. And then we didn't say we another didn't word. We didn't say another word. Wow. Yeah, so, okay. So um, the movie was not the lighthearted adventure that the Goonies was. The Goonies had some heavy right. moments. Like, yeah. they're fighting to keep their homes. They don't want to get their shit bulldozed. Yeah. Um, Super 8, it, it's a serious movie. It mm. is. There's there's alcoholism. There's death. There's loss of parents. That's surprising. Like, like serious loss of parents. Like, you know... A little not, heavier. Yeah, it, it's much heavier. Um, the event that occurs is just sort of the backdrop to a lot of, like... The, the more of the major social elements that are going on uh, and I think it's more about uh, it's about a time of innocence uh, in the late 70s before we all sort of started to get a little bit more corrupted and a little bit more self-involved although there's hints of blaming Russia and yeah, Cold there's, War there's kind Cold of, War stuff yeah. involved and, and um, let me ask a difficult yeah. question Go ahead. let me say real quick before because mm-hmm. I've just read this the other day um the Vulture, who was the magazine that released that the Cloverfield was tied to Super 8, just yesterday wrote a new article, and J.J. Abrams flat out said there's no... It's, they're not connected. Oh, they're not connected. They're okay. not connected in any way, just two monster movies that he happened to be involved in. Huh, That's interesting. It. So, go ahead. Huh. Um, so... I don't know how to ask this question without spoilers, but is the secrecy surrounding this movie before you see it, like, justified? Like, is it, like, lost, where it's, like... Like, you need to, like... Like, I heard that there was, like, five versions of the movie trailer. I feel like it's just J.J. Abrams. It's, it's just, like, just his, the way like, he does things. The yeah. fact that like, I did not find like, out what was in that train cart before this yeah. movie was a fucking miracle. That's yeah. Because like, all yeah. it takes is somebody saying, it's a... Yeah. And right. you kind of expect, like, something... In, like your pants to explode or yeah. something when you see it and then when you see it you're like oh it's a fucking blank yeah. like big fucking deal right like, that's but... sort of I was almost let down because the hype surrounding the secrecy yeah. it, it's so secret like you're expecting to find out like you know who shot JFK or something yeah but because it was uh, Steven Spielberg like I kind of expected like some kind of not I don't know like something like at E.T. like when it was like oh like it's because it's an Amblin film right where yeah. it's like it's so I kind one of one of the first Amblin films in a while that's why I expect it to be sort of like this like pseudo adventure kind of thing where it's like maybe not and, like and the adventure, it is an adventure like it's heavy like Ash mm-hmm. said but it is an adventure yeah they're, they're the definitely... kids are on an adventure of some sort who is this, who is this movie for for kids adults Ooh, that's a hard one. Old folks, people that like. I think kids would like it. I think kids would identify with the kids. The mm. kids are likable. Um, Dakota Fanning's sister is in it, right? Elle Fanning, yeah. yeah. The rest of them are relative unknowns. Um, a couple of them been in a couple things, but nothing, nothing huge. Yeah. A lot of bit parts. Uh, so, I, but I got because I didn't want to surprise you. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't love this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was shot gorgeously. I mean, oh, yeah. it was like. His direction on the movie is phenomenal. Yeah. 
Uh, I thought the kids were great. I thought the kids were probably one of the best parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story was great. I thought the writing was horrible. The writing was just like I, I was like things were happening for no fucking reason no, whatsoever. I agree. I agree and like characters would like they're like worried about a character that you've literally never seen, you've never heard of or seen some of these people. And it's other than the not the first initial thing because that's explained really quickly. But there's yeah. other things that happen with other characters that you're just like he's kind of a fan. Why of, do like, I care about he's this? He's a fan of the open-ended enigmas, I think. Um, and then like seems to be his calling card now. Some of the lines were just like hokey and like misplaced feeling. Well, there's just a lot of crap that just like it just happened for no reason. At yeah, all. like like not. It's not going to spoil anything, but. There is something that exists in the movie, and for some reason, he wants to hang people upside down from his lair. Yeah. Never explained as to why he's doing this. Yeah, but that's what I expect from, I mean... Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's what happens in his, his it's just, world. It's just, like, know? stuff, like... And, and again, not a spoiler, but just one of the worst lines in the movie. There's a point in the movie where the dad grabs the kid, and he says, I got you, twice. I don't know what the hell he's referring to. Cause he's been he's been basically a no show for the entire movie, and yeah. like he says this, and you're like, oh, okay. Like it's supposed to be heartfelt, and it felt really like forced. That, like that line was weird. like it just felt I like it was like I'm going to say this because this is what you would say at yeah. this point. So you know? yeah, and did like we, who, did we answer the question? Who is this movie for? Is this not it's so hard to say? Because I feel like they tried to write it for us to be nostalgic about. E.T., you know, like or something. Fight of the Navigator. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I expected it to be like a Goonies, Fight of the Navigator. Like and E.T. kind of like... Weirdly is for weird, unknown reasons. Well, because it's about kids on an adventure, sort yeah. of be- becoming who they're supposed to be like. I feel like it plays this weird middle ground between this generation's monster movie and a movie that's supposed to remind us of our generation's mm. monster movie. So they're trying to, like, appeal to us who, And like, even have somewhat plays back have. to, like, 50s kind of monster movies. Like, oh, there's okay. weird... There's weird genre choices throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, it, it's a good movie. I would never say don't go see this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good movie. Yeah. I, I think it's totally worth ten bucks for a movie ticket yeah. to see. It's just the writing... There's just weird. I, I, I was surprised when I got out and saw that J.J. Abrams wrote it. I oh. really thought there was some writer I had never heard of, and that's why the writing sucked and everything else was awesome. Hmm. Because I and then I saw it, I was like, "Oh, J.J. Abrams wrote it yeah. and directed it." I was like, "Huh, that's weird." I wouldn't go as far as saying the writing sucked. I didn't yeah, think I mean, that some of it was sort of like wrote it because it could be written. Like, you know, just, mm-hmm. just for the sake of, like, oh, he can do yes. that, he can just do that, and then he can do that. Yeah. And, like, and then this happens just because, you know, it's it's a fucking thing, and that can happen. Yeah, like, like yeah. just bloop, like, like things, things just, ha- like, like and, and again, none of this is, like, spoiler. Yeah. I'm really yeah. getting away from spoilers. But, like, the dad essentially disappears for, like, three days, and, like, no one... The kid doesn't care. Like, he, he's, like, at home by himself, and, like, nothing's said about it. And then the kid goes somewhere, and you're like, do these people not care? Like, how does no one... Maybe he wrote, Recognizing that things are happening. Maybe he right wrote now. a second movie simultaneously to this one, and now yeah, we'll find like, out about that second movie two years from now. You know? And then, like, the Air Force is part of it, and, like, they do things that are just, like, the necklace scene. Oh, yeah. Like, what the... Why did mm. that even happen in the movie? It's just... It's like you said. It's like... Things just happen because they can. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
that kind of writing that like I'm there like... there was a book you should have read ahead of time before <laughs> I felt like there was a book that was that story that carried the pieces that ah, were missing from when other things okay. were going on. Like, Fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, this won't spoil anything at all, but the, the, the <laughs> necklace scene, um, there's a kid and he has a necklace that is very, very dear to him. It's just like his prized possession. And he gets caught by the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And the Air Force kind of pat him down and they find this necklace and they... Horribly, they take the necklace from him and stick it in their pocket. And he's like, no, my necklace. But it's like, you're stealing a necklace. You were he in just, the Air Force. He literally just stole a necklace, from a, necklace from a child yeah. for no fucking reason. You don't take it. Another kid has like a backpack okay. full of like explosives. Yeah. You leave that and okay. you take the necklace right. just because just you're an happens. asshole. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Like, and they don't explain who the guy is. Like, Maybe yeah. he's an asshole who collects jewelry, right. yeah. but we have no idea. Yeah. All right. like, he just has like this look. It's like, just weird. It's just weird choices in the writing. Right. And it's not that the writing is horrible because the, like, if the writing was horrible then the acting would be horrible and that's not the case at all the acting is phenomenal and like the writing plays into that it's just that there's things that happen that you're like why like why did that just happen in the movie I think the movie could have they could have cut out some of the crap in the middle and done a nice like 10 to 15 minute section in the beginning sort of like how the Goonies had all the kids hanging out where they're just being kids right? and And they did that a little bit it it picks up real fast too soon it would be nicer to get to know them a little bit Mm -hmm. and know their personalities a little bit and know like just like because the Goonies doesn't dive right into it and if you're afraid of it like the train wreck happens like 15 minutes maybe yeah. in the movie maybe yeah. Yeah. but like that first it's 20 really minutes fast. of the Goonies is like classic oh it's great you know, like, you know, like, and, there, and there's some classic Abrams stuff where like uh, like story kind of things where like the the Elle Fanning's dad there's like tension between them and, mm-hmm. and you don't find really anything out about mm-hmm. it until like almost the end it's like mm-hmm. the third the third act of the movie you start finding out why these people hate each other and yeah. like like it's just it's just very weird. Like he he loves to just like yeah. I'm gonna take this and then go like this yeah. with it, and like yeah. stretch it way out. And, sure. And he does that with a lot of the roles, and I think it just becomes it becomes a story of a lot of things that are getting stretched out over two hours, and none of them feel like they're getting talked about or answered. And and the kids are really good, but it, I agree. Like I don't feel like you really learn who the different kids are. They're kind of all interchangeable. Hmm. I still I don't know except for the two main any kids. of their characters' names. That's too bad. I really thought this movie would capture like the essence of. Do you know any of their characters' wow. names? Uh, the girl. I know the girl because they said it a lot. Elle Fanning kicks so much ass. In she is movie. phenomenal. She's yes. fucking great. She's, She's a really good unbelievable. Actress. She's going to be huge, maybe even bigger than her sister. And everybody's good, you know. It just yeah, and a good movie. Alright. And I feel like maybe, you know, when it comes out, I'll probably Netflix it and watch it again. Because Cloverfield I watched and I, I loved in the theater, but had issues with it too. And then on upon repeated watchings, I've liked that movie more and more every time I see it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this might be the same thing. You probably notice things that you didn't notice yeah, in the theater. And, but good movie. Mm-hmm. I think cool. definitely worth it. You can't, I mean, you can't go wrong with Abrams and Spielberg. I feel mm-hmm. like those yeah, names yeah. get put on something and it's, it's phenomenally good. Mm-hmm. But as for who it's for, I don't know. I feel like it's yeah. probably for us. It's meant yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, made, just, it's made for J.J. Abrams, which yeah. is us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just got weird choices in it that make it feel not for us at the same time. Right. You know. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you want to talk about Mortal Kombat a little bit? Uh, no, but we can talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. But <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of silence around those two things. <laughs> Talk about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, so we got two copies of Mortal Kombat to play. This is our first real review. 
Yeah, yeah, by the yeah. Way. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So that's totally rad. Yeah, so, Warner Brothers sent us uh, copies of the game. So Super Ash cool. has beaten the story. Yeah. And played some multiplayer here at the house. We, we actually had a barbecue a few weeks ago yep. and played some multiplayer Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I have gotten, I hope, most of the way through the story at this point um, and played some Mortal Kombat. Now, when you say player. story, like, what? That's the this fucking thing. This is a thing. legitimate story. It's okay. crazy. So do you, like, does it, do you have to fight as everybody? Mm-hmm. You pick yeah. one character? Oh. you fight as everybody. So the story is, like... You don't pick anything. Oh, yeah. okay. So you're basically experiencing the story, and then you get to fight as well, everybody. They do sessions. chapters of different cool. characters. Uh, and, you and you start off as, like, it, very beginning Mortal Kombat 1. Like, it goes through the sequence of all the games. Wow. From the very beginning. Okay. And we're talking, like, ten hours of yeah. fighting. So, like, you start out, and, like, spoiler-free, once again. Yeah. You start off as Johnny Cage. That is Mortal Kombat 1, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. You're yeah. playing the tournament for Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat 1. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You start off with Johnny Cage. He has no idea what's going on, like, what Outland is. Wow. He's this cocky movie star. And you start off from his perspective. You do, like, four or five fights, and then the story starts to unravel. And Sonya shows up. He's looking. She's looking for Kano. Yeah. You know, yeah. you fight as Sonya. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Jax gets captured. Some brutal scenes, too. His fucking arms awesome. get ripped off. Yeah. What, are, what are the, the cutscenes done in? Are they, how no. are they done? They're, They're in-game, in-game engine. engine. Oh, cool. Everything yeah. is just happens. And it's all voiced or whatever. Yeah, and when it cuts voiced. into the fight, that's it actually comes out of the conversation. So yeah, like, it zooms in. They'll be, like, fighting with each other, like, yeah. like word, verbally yeah. fighting. Yeah. And then, like... It'll like zoom to the side, and one of the characters will be like, "Then let's do this," and then it's like you're. Then fighting. it goes fight, and the bars appear yeah, on the yeah. screen, and you start fighting. Well, yeah, like one of the, the coolest parts, and hopefully you're this far, but um, who? Uh, well, it's I haven't uh, played a single player at all. What's the cop's name? Oh, I'm there, Striker. Striker, yeah. So Outland invades Earth. Yeah, and yeah. There's a whole huge buildup to it. About Outland invades Earth, and how Striker ties into the story. He's just a fucking cop, cop. Yeah. when yeah. Outland invades. And right. so you're playing as him. You're literally on a rooftop looking down, shooting at like the Outland monsters. Yeah. And then the camera zooms up and it zooms into you fighting. Yeah. And you're fighting like on a street and there's cars driving by you like yeah. in the middle of the city street. And you look in the background and you see Raiden like fighting in the like yeah. far, far in the background. And you hear him go, yeah. And like he kills like one of these big monsters like yeah. way out in the background, and Striker's like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah, he's just a fucking yeah. cop, you know. Yeah. So it's, it is so well done. The story it is, is so really cool. well done. I would say, especially with the knowledge that you just totally laid on me, I didn't even think about that. This is the only Mortal Kombat you have to play. Yeah, it really is. You yeah. like you get the full experience because you've got this single player story, which is super long. And uh, awesome and totally engaging. The, the multiplayer is fun as hell. You know, just sitting around with your friends playing Mortal Kombat, and you still have the which I played and are fun. The uh, the towers yeah. that you like, which were in two and three, which you just fight up. You mm-hmm. know, the towers and like they they basically just put all the modes in and made it totally classic it, and awesome. Is it fun and or rewarding to like? I guess there's like you collect coins, unlock and unlock stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Is that like? I guess it's not none of it's useful really, but is it like is it good stuff? Like is it fun to collect it's cool. stuff? You get, uh, you get alternate costumes, right? Which are always cool. You get uh, you unlock extra fatalities and stage fatalities. You only have uh, one fatality per character initially, right. so yeah. you have to you actually unlock, unlock those all that through the stuff. coins. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that all. I guess it's all pretty rewarding then. Just yeah. to do that. Is it hard to grind up all that stuff, or is it no? I mean, good. it's it's just I cool. mean. Not harder than the game is difficult. Like, sure. It's yeah, different. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the story gets very difficult. I mean, like I mean, like it's like oh, you want like another suit for 
For a scorpion, that's going to cost like no, forty thousand no, 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 no. combat. I mean, coins. everything's You're attainable. Like, everything's, yeah. everything's totally attainable. Yeah, you beat the campaign, and you'll have like a hundred thousand coins. Cool. And like each tombstone is like one coin. Oh, okay. Cool. Or, no, or is a thousand coins. Right? Yeah, okay. So you can you know unlock a bunch of stuff. Uh, multiplayer? Did you play? I didn't get online. Just play. I didn't play online. I played here, here luckily. Um, yeah, but they have a tag mode now, which is similar mm. to. Um, you know, Street, Fighter. Street Fighter, yeah, and the tag is beautiful. Like yeah. you can tag between your two characters. Is it like um, they like got they moves, do moves? They and have stuff? moves yeah. built into it, so mm-hmm. you can you can do. There's like tag, and then there's special moves that you can tag in and out with your character, mm-hmm. with the other characters. Do you guys ever figure out how to do any of the X-ray? Yeah. Yes. Moves. Yes. They're really easy simple. that we They're just dead didn't simple. figure out. It's just both triggers <laughs> at the same time. So once you've you built have to up, be full. You built up a meter, and then you hit both triggers, and you do your X-ray. nice. Okay, which you can totally fail at. Yeah. I mean, you have to time it correctly. But, oh, okay, cool. But they're uh, they're not like auto hits. Like right. you have to you have to be doing. Generally, I try to do it like mid combo, or try to do it like after I've frozen yeah. somebody from sub zero or something like that. Like then it works really well. Mm-hmm. But because you can miss, and when good. you miss, you're totally bummed out that you missed. Yeah. <laughs> you use the whole, the whole gear on. yeah. And the power moves when you when you do like the bonus power mm-hmm. on the moves are totally worth it too. Take off extra hits. Like the system some of the moves are actually different like it's yeah. like Raiden would do like a double thing yeah, like, yeah. yeah the system they made is good what I feel really sad about is I feel like this game has somewhat been swept under the rug and it is a phenomenal fighting game it I mean is. it's I, like up I there with, the with Street that, Fighter 4 you know they like said they were trying to make it like a tournament caliber game with it, like the tag in mode and, and I feel like it is the it, attention to the combo system and all that stuff the balancing so this goes to that Nintendo conversation. Me being a Sega kid, this was my first fighting game. I, I remember buying, like, saving up money to buy Mortal Kombat One and yeah. unlocking Blood Mode at Genesis and like playing more. I played Mortal Kombat fucking endlessly, and like now I get this game and I'm like, I feel like this is the perfect culmination of all the Mortal Kombat's that they put yeah. out, even yeah. the horrible ones. Because they tried to do story game, early yeah. on and it was awful. No, this is great. This game rules. So so yeah, I mean, totally worth. Super underrated, bucks. apparently. And actually, not even sixty bucks anymore. The price is already forty dollars. I think forty on Amazon. Right yeah. Yeah. So like, totally buy this game because it is fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story mode alone is definitely worth the time, but there's so much replayability. It's it's ridiculous. Interested to hear when you guys take a chance and play online and see how that goes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure it'll be. I gotta, I gotta totally power brutal. up with Scorpion before yeah. I'm gonna do that. Super brutal. But um, awesome. But yeah, super fun and all the characters in it too. They loaded pretty much all the characters you can get from Mortal Kombat into the series. so It is beautiful. Well, we spent a ton of time on E3, so we are obviously way out of time at this point. This is a yeah. longer, longer, longer episode. episode. Yeah. Well worth it. Um, next week, we will finish up our Death Watch, and we'll do some Infamous 2 review. We need to write like a metal riff for the beginning of the Death Watch. Death Watch? Episode. Yeah. I can do that. I, I'll do yeah. that for you. Yes. And then we can use it later when we revisit this topic yes. in the fall, in the winter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, any movies coming out? Anything else to review? This might be. You can try to talk about X Men or. Yeah, I'll go see X Men, or, or we can all go see X Men. Mm-hmm. We can talk about X Men. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Well, then I well, think that's, that's that. That's twenty-seven. We are halfway to a year. That's awesome. I think it's only been six months. No, no. no it's been longer. In terms of number, missed, I was like, number exhausted. No, number, <laughs> just number of podcasts. But twenty-seven is respectable. That is. We, we're we're moving quite along. Oh, I I on a side note. Did I said on my personal Twitter that I'm probably not going, which I, it's actually true now, I'm not going to Comic-Con in San Diego. Sad face. But I think we're going to pull off going to New York Comic-Con in October. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So we're going to we're gonna plan a weekend in, in October, because we like going to New York every year. It's just like a, that's like the trip we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I'm going to try and plan it on the weekend. It'll be our anniversary trip, but we're going to go up to do Comic-Con in New York. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That'll be fun. That'll so, tell us how that goes. Yeah. Sounds and good. And then our friend Matt Rosenberg, who was my friend, but you know him as well from Red Leader Records, mm-hmm. who runs a comic thing. I've talked about him before, Ashcan Press. Um, he is actually releasing his first book ever and is going to have a table at New York Comic Con. Awesome. So good he's going to be up there and I'm going to hang out with him. And he's going to be at San Diego too, but I don't think he has a table at San Diego. I think he's just there kind of whoring himself out. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, well, thanks then, for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Number 28 will be next week and we'll talk about that stuff. Cool. Bros. We out. We did it.